Yo, I'm too fresh. Oh. New bird West End. It's Bible too fresh. Bible too fresh. Yo, I'm too fresh. Oh, yeah. We got one today. Woo! It's going to be a lot of people buried today. Yes. Yeah. It's the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, a.k.a. Poppy De Chocolate, a.k.a. Short Time, a.k.a. Coffee Black. And I'm joined by my homeboy, my OG, Alaska legend, BET, uncut legend. We got the one, the only. We got Joker the Bell Bondsman. Motherfucking round of applause. <laughs> What's going on, OG? Hell yeah, man. What's good with it, fam? Hey, man. We living. We up here in the love loft. You know what I'm saying? Just cooling. And on a a previous episode, I said we're gonna start something new. We're gonna start drinking like old school liquor. And the first liquor we're gonna drink, starting this off, we got the peppermint schnapps. This nigga peppermint schnapps, though. Wow. Joker, when I showed you that bottle, tell the people what you told me about peppermint schnapps. So back back when I was in like fourth grade, um, my parents had used to um had this nightclub way back when I was younger, and my mom's had a bunch of the uh leftover alcohol. So there was some peppermint schnapps in the um in the closet. So, you know what I'm saying? As a, you know, I was in like fourth grade. So I took a couple shots of that thing and it was it was life changing. Yeah, he said he haven't had it since the fourth grade, and he's gonna keep it that way. So, yeah. me, it's my first time having it, and it's all right. It kind of tastes like medicine a little bit, but it got cool little peppermint, and it's weak because the liquor store I went to, I'm like, hey, y'all got Brass Monkey, y'all got Thunderbird, y'all got Ripple, y'all got Night Train, Matt Dog, 2020, all the old school shit. Yeah. He was like, no, nah, bro, you you got to go up up south to get that type of stuff. I said, I forgot we in this old bougie ass white area and stuff, man. But shout out to West Hollywood where I reside. He said you had to go to the hood to get that, huh? Yeah, man. That's one thing I do miss about being in the hood, though. They had, they did have that type shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Aaron, the therapist we had on uh, on the last episode. Man, we had a, a black therapist. We was talking about black people and therapy and all that, man. So, shout-out to her. I appreciate her listening. And I want to say from the rip, a lot of people is going to get buried today. All right? So... Where we want to start off at, man? Shit. Uh-oh. You know, okay, I'm going to start off where we're going to bury some people. Because I always get, like, stupid-ass complaints from people about dumb shit. So I was told that some people said that the intro was too long and the shout-outs was too long. Now, the intro, bro, was the, the shit I just did, that, that intro. Say my little AKAs and shit, introduce the guests, we go on. Now, the shout-outs are long. The reason the shout-outs is long because a lot of people in a lot of cities and countries listen. So it's a long-ass motherfucking list. So if you bitching that the shout-outs take too long because a shit ton of motherfuckers listen, that's telling me I'm doing something right. And you dumb as hell complaining about stupid shit like that. Oh, man, too many people listen to him and he shouts out. Fuck that. Them motherfuckers show me love by listening to me. And the least I can do is shout out their city and their country, goddammit. Yeah. So if all y'all, and then people be hitting me up, be like, oh man, the episode, it was two hours long. It was three hours long. Bitch, didn't nobody say that you gotta sit and listen to the whole <laughs> thing at one fucking time? For real. There's a pause button, motherfucker. Use it. Come back to it. 
So for y'all with these stupid ass complaints, woo, y'all getting the first round of this burial today, boy. Shots fired. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Man. And then I want to say, I've said this a lot and I'm about to say this again and later on in the show, I'm going to tell you why I'm saying this, but what we what y'all just heard, you know what I'm saying, was the gunshots. That comes from the petty pistol. The petty pistol is designed when you're doing fuck boy shit, fuck girl shit, or you just a dumb motherfucker, we's trying to shoot you with some petty bullets to get some sense into you so you can do better in life. Hmm. Here at the pod, at the Fresh Podcast, Mr. GQ, myself, we have no intentions on physically harming nobody. I have been saying since episode three what the petty pistol was and the origin of it. So all you new motherfuckers that be hearing these gunshots and shit and be thinking that I'm trying to shoot your motherfucking ass in real life, bitch, stop. Okay? All right. Now, anyway, man, something. So me and Joker got cool about two years ago. We did a phone interview. And we was going to do another face-to-face interview. And I talked about this on the podcast because this shit pissed me off. So I was fucking with this chick that lived close to San Diego. I was staying at her, her crib a couple days. Me and you had plans on linking up. You was going to come through. We was going to do the episode. So I make the stroke two hours back to L.A. I get home, and I hear a loud-ass music. Now, I stayed in the back house, and the landlord had the main house in the front, and then the garage, he converted it into a salon. So I was like, oh, shit, they bumping in the salon today. So when I come up, I see, like, some ladies decorating and shit i'm like what the fuck is this and then as i go back further into the backyard a huge ass tent tables it's a full fucking party getting set up i'm like what the hell so i get to the crib and shit i'm here for like 30 minutes the landlord texts me back he texts me he's like hey i haven't seen you in a couple days just wanted to let you know there's a party going on i'm like shit motherfucker i know so (laughs) i'm getting all my equipment and shit set up you know for you to come but I, i can still hear the music outside so I was like, man, let me do a little test to make sure I can record and this music won't fuck it up. Yeah. So I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, no. I text my landlord. I'm like, hey, I got somebody coming over here. I got to record. Can y'all turn the music down a little bit? Shit, he texts back like 45 minutes later. Party's in full swing. I'm like, bro, I can't do this shit. And then I felt fucked up because I had to hit you up. When you was in route, I'd be like, bro, there's a fucking full-fledged party going on. They not trying to turn the music down. We can't even do it. And I'm like, if you want to come over and just chill, we can do it. But I'm like, we can't even record today. And you was like, shit, we'll just link up another day. And like, man, that was some bullshit. That was one of the things that like really pissed me off that drove me to leave that little spot. Because I was like, it was already overpriced. And I'm like, bro, you knew you was having a party. I'm your tenant. Who gives a fuck if you ain't seen me in like four or five days? You still should have let me know. So, you know what I'm saying? Eric... Weak ass landlord, you got to get buried too, bitch. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Yeah, and what's wild, like, he had like a three bedroom house. He had one room and he rented two other rooms out. One of the dudes I'm still cool with to this day, he's been on episode uh, quite a bit, Nick. So Nick had moved out before I did because he was taught of the bullshit, you know, that was going on in the main house. I had my own private shit. And, uh, I was like, shit, all right. And then I moved out. So a couple weeks ago, I'm with my homegirl, and she's asking, like, hey, how much was that house? So we look it up. That shit was, like, over 600000 I'm like, bro, in the hood? God damn. Yeah. 
so then I see something else when I'm Googling. This motherfucker had my old spot in the spare room for rent. And I was like, damn. I said, Nick's been gone over a year now. I moved out that motherfucker in August. So I was like, this motherfucker been hurt. And they had no tenants, you know what I'm saying, in like 10 months. That's karma, bitch. For real. If you would have been cool and treated motherfuckers right, I don't know if I would have still stayed there because I needed something bigger and shit or whatever. But I probably would have stayed a little longer or whatever. But that's your motherfucker fault. Suck a motherfucker. But yeah, so we didn't get the link, but I first found out about Joker when I was probably about between 16, 17. It was just, yeah, 2000, 2003, 2004, around 2002 to, yeah, because I was a senior. I graduated in 2004, 18. Okay. And I, it was one of them years, and it had to be probably like during Christmas break. Watching TV, I'm up late and shit. And BT had a routine at midnight, you know, 12 o'clock. I watch Midnight Love. I love my RB shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I had to go fuck off and watch whatever shit for like two hours. And then, boom, Uncut came on. You hear that music. Yeah, you see that little bitch on the, on the pole and everything. I said, oh, yeah. No, it's about to get real X rated, huh? Man, I'm watching a little shit. Some of these motherfuckers, I was like, how the fuck did they get on here? Some of that shit was weak as fuck. And a lot of the little shit slapped. I was like, oh, shit. They gave a lot of people chances too. Yeah. They did. And I saw your video yeah. and shit. When I first seen it and shit, and I was like, <laughs> for my first thought, I was like, what the fuck they have with all this snow? I had yeah. no idea. And it shit. It said on the screen somewhere in Alaska. It did? In one of the videos, yeah. That's kind of like what set the tone because I remember I told him, I said, put that on the screen right there. Why do you see all the snow? Just put somewhere in Alaska. Oh, so okay. That, I said, that's going to freak everybody's head out. Hell yeah. So then that's when it Everybody say, oh, okay. These dudes are in Alaska somewhere. And I heard a song, Club Hop, Ass Drop, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. shit was like catchy and shit, man. Then you had some little baddies in there and everything. And yeah. And then I saw you again. Yeah. Another little song and shit. Me and my little buddies, we used to just always laugh. I was like, little shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, with the busy bone. Yeah, yeah man. And like I was thinking, I was like, man, I was watching this motherfucking high school. Never thought, you know, fast forward a couple years later that, you know, we would end up meeting and being cool and shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Life is, man. Hell yeah. Take the mic a little bit. Okay, hold on. Yeah, let me bring the mic over here. So, man, tell the people, man, you probably like one of the, the first underground mainstream artists or the one of the biggest artists at the time to come out of Alaska? Yep. I mean, at that time, you know, uh, music coming from Alaska was unheard of. So that was definitely a groundbreaking opportunity for me to um, for me to put my city on the map. So that was blessing. Shout out to BET and Stephen Hill and, and to Mabasa and all them guys over there that, that that gave us the green light on that. Hell yeah! I was getting off a fl- uh, no, I was getting ready to get on a flight. We were, and the other people was departing, and Deborah Lee got off, and I wanted to yell, "Bring back uh, uncut!" You saw Deborah. <laughs> oh yeah, I did, man. She yeah, get on my yeah. oh, she used to get on my nerves seeing at the war show. I'm like, bro, you fucked the whole network up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Deborah. <laughs> yeah, she, she. I don't think she liked BET Uncut too much. No, she didn't. She wasn't having that. No, and that was like the highest like rating shit. Man, I tripping like that was the last, you know. Great thing that they had that they was holding on to was BT Uncut, but you know. I remember my uncle, 
he was like, hey, boy, you ever seen BET Uncut? And I'm like, you know about that? Yeah. Yeah, man. And then the preachers come on right after. Right after. He got some church shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what made it even more mundane. I was like, yeah, it's time to go sleep now. Fuck all that. Now I had some nights. I struggled to stay up to watch that shit. But I knew, like, Christmas break, <laughs> spring break, during the summer, we watching that shit. And then after, like, Christmas break and, like, spring break, we come back to school and we were talking about it like, hey, hey, yo, y'all see that on cut and everything? And yeah. yeah, man, those were the times, bro. And like, they didn't like fucked with us like twice talking about we bring an uncut back. I'm like, bro, ain't yeah. nobody even hype off that shit no more. Nah, it's a whole different, it's a whole different era. The internet, TV, it's just, yeah. Hell yeah. So man, tell the folks, man, what brings you out to LA? Man, you know, this is like my second home, man. So I'm always out here networking, politicking. Um, you know, building relationships. This is like the mecca where a lot of business, you know, things happen and things get put together. So, I mean, if you're going to be successful, you, you definitely have to be able to maneuver in Los Angeles and New York. Um, so, you know, I'm just out here getting my feet wet, meeting people, just enjoying this beautiful weather. I feel that. Just networking, man. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to be here with you today, you know? Yeah, man. And we've been building for a long time, so I'm glad we finally get a chance to really just sit down and dig into some stuff. Hell yeah. And we got to, we got to take that trip, man. We got to do it. Man, you already 2023 know. or something. Yeah. I'm trying to get over there even sooner, but you already know. Shit, we might be able to make it happen. Yes, sir. Somebody I want to shout out because they level of petty is on my level. And I love it. A woman in India, 70-year-old lady, got killed the other day. She got trampled by an elephant. He killed her. Saw that. Then he traveled back to the funeral. Got her out the coffin. Was throwing a motherfucking ass around and trampled her again. After she was dead. Right. Like, he wanted the smoke. And I was just like, yo, how the fuck did he know where the funeral was? And they say elephants don't forget shit. I personally interacted with elephants. I love them and shit. I was riding the motherfuckers. I was in the water with them. They picking me up by the trunk and throwing me, spraying the water at me and oh, shit. Oh, no. Hell no. Yeah, shit. Uh, where's it at? The, the picture on the top right, I'm on top of an elephant right up there. Yeah. I, I couldn't <laughs> trust it, man. That elephant will snap any second. No, my bad. They was cool, but it was wild. I was like, this animal is like tons. Yeah. And I had no fear, but I'm nervous as fuck around a pit bull. I was like, bro, how does this make sense? But So the it, elephant wasn't that dangerous? He didn't make you uncomfortable? No, man. And there was an article that said how humans look at puppies. That's how elephants look at humans. Like, oh, my God, they're so cute. I love them and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, one, he was eating some bamboo. I was like, give me that. So I go to reach forward. He fucking moved around and shit so I couldn't take it. And people was laughing. Yeah, man, they was like super cool. But they say like elephants are very gentle. But if you abuse them... They will turn on you. And it's crazy because he came back and he only fucked for that, that lady. And, of course, there was folk at the funeral. But, man, shout out to the elephant. <laughs> that lady had to do something to his ass. Oh, no, that's what it was. They said she was helping the poachers who hunt the elephants. That was her job. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't help some motherfuckers kill the elephant's peoples, and he got his revenge. Okay, so elephants is a lot more intelligent than we think. Yeah. yeah. And they got good memories. Too. Man, so yeah, man, shout out to the elephant, you know what I'm saying, for avenging your peoples and shit. And they said after he trampled her ass, he just walked off into the night like nothing happened. 
I saw that. <laughs> I saw the I saw the footage where the uh elephant stormed the funeral. I was like, Oh, I haven't seen that. I gotta check it out. Man, that man, that like you said, he came back to the funeral. The footage, I saw it. Damn. I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. You thinking like, how did he man? Yeah. It's wild. So somebody else that we want to bury is uh one of my biggest haters. Kevin Graves. Who's Kevin Graves? Kevin is one of my puss ass cousins who a couple years ago he posted a gay ass picture of him and this dude and like his arm was around the dude and the dude is looking at Kevin like, boy, I want to fuck the shit out of you. He posts it with the emoji with the shh. So of course he got roasted online. I haven't fucked with them since like 2008 and I knew he had been talking shit. So I'm petty. So I got up there. I start roasting too. So you hopped in. Yeah, you know it. You know, so this motherfucker was lying on me and shit. Telling motherfuckers I was on cocaine, and at the time, I was recovering from medical issues. You know, I had, like, some stomach surgeries and shit. And, matter of fact, I had one, and I was getting ready to have another one in, like, less than, like, a month away from when this shit happened. So, this motherfucker's all online saying, you a junkie and all this little shit. And I'm I'm like, oh, that's what we doing? And I was like, all right, well, look, I'm finna be in Kentucky in, like, two days. I want all the smoke. We can meet up. You got 24 hours. We can fight. He didn't want to smoke. He didn't want the smoke. He's going, he's telling his family and shit. You know, his mom and daddy, he's been running to his mom and daddy fucking forever and shit, snitching, telling everything that everybody does, but he don't tell what he fucking does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fucking family members is calling me and shit. It's like, come on. I'm like, hey, bro, nah, nah, nah. I'm a cokehead, remember? So this is what we on. So randomly the other day, last week, I was hiking. And when I be hiking, I do like a little inspirational post and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just kicking the word to folk. And I saw that somebody had like reacted to it or, or some shit or responded to it. So I go to look at it and shit and I just posted it. So it was only like three or four people that viewed it. And I see like Kevin Graves Jr. So I go and look at all my posts. I'm like, this motherfucker looked at my full story. I'm like, why are you on my, on my story? Why are you on my page? I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. I don't go to your fucking page. So I was like, all right. So I screenshotted it real quick showing that he viewed it and everything. So when I got to the crib, I made a little post. What that shit say? Fucking where we at? Shit. It was something about why you on my page. I hope you I know you saw all the fucking exotic places that I be going. Oh, here it is right here. My biggest hater, Kevin Graves Jr. Why are you on my page? I know you've seen all the exotic places I go to that you and your family would never go to. You still sleep in the same room your daddy beat your ass in when he caught you <laughs> jacking off. Damn. You'll never be on my level, fuck boy. Keep telling them lies while I tell the truth. You scared to catch these hands, but that's how light-skinned pussies act. Make sure you go run and tell your parents like you've been doing your whole life. Hashtag bury him in the grave. Made that post, tagged him in it. Then I saw that like he had seen it and he was typing because I was sending a message to somebody else and I saw he was typing. Then he stopped. And then he started typing again. Then he stopped. I'm like, come on, pussy. What you got to say? So then later on, I went back and then I saw he just blocked me. I was like, oh, okay. So I took a screenshot of the little block and shit, posted and everything. And then I fucking tweeted him and shit too. 
uh, showing that he blocked me and saying some little shit or whatever. Pussy, why are you on my shit? I don't know why. You didn't want these hands. Stay off my shit. Tell them motherfuckers I'm a cokehead. I have never physically touched cocaine a day in my life. Cocaine ain't never been in my system. You talking about I know everything, but nobody has ever seen or heard me do cocaine. Except you. The same lies you was telling about Shanae in fucking 2005. You need to come up with some new shit. You a pussy ass bitch. But yeah, boy, I know you saw that I was in Thailand. I was in Paris, Dominican Republic, Australia, uh, fucking Israel. All the places, pussy, you ain't never gonna go. Your motherfucking people's talking about, oh yeah, Kevin's going to the NFL. Hell, you ain't even play four years of football. You ain't even get recruited. And what are you now? A bum-ass assistant basketball coach. But all the shit I told you motherfuckers I was going to do, I was doing it. Shit, I got an internationally known podcast. I'd have been in two movies. Yeah, they weren't no big, huge spots. I mean, uh, parts. But shit, you saw my black ass in that shit. All the shit that you, you and your mama and daddy and the motherfucker said you was going to do, bitch, you ain't do half of it. And you still sleeping in your same adolescent childhood room. Shit, not me. I'm sleeping in the love loft. Something you ain't never had, bitch. He said the lo- not the love loft. Yeah, that's the name of my spot, the love loft. You know the what I'm saying? Loft. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, man, let's talk about L.A., the city. What's we going gonna, on out here? We're going to do mean, it. Let's, I so, mean, well, let, me, let me finish burying his ass. Okay. So, yeah. Sucker, you don't want these hands. You scared. We all know you scared. Stay out of my business, bitch. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. Let's talk about L.A. The weather is getting better. The clubs and shit is still open. Day parties is popping. Ooh, them day parties. Yeah. yeah. You know, the mimosa brunches and shit to be happening, you know. Fuck. Shit. Matter of fact, I got a little mimosa, a little date playing later on this week. You said the mimosa brunches. That just sounds successful. I mean, it's, it's cool and shit. You're straight. My man said the I know. Yeah. I, mean, just, I like how that sound though. The mimosa brunches. Hell yeah. But see, they be trying to get your ass. So what I be doing, I eat before I go and I pay the little dub and shit so I can just drink. Okay. Because they gonna try to hit your ass and shit. But hell yeah, man. They got that shit going on. Matter of fact, because like fucking Fairfax and shit is, is right over. So they got some cool little spots, man. I've been wanting to hit up. And yeah. Shit, we in the area like shit. There's some right. little spots and shit going on. Right in the mix. Hell yeah. Right in the heart of Hollywood and shit. And it is cool because it's central. Santa Monica, Venice ain't too far away. Yeah. Downtown is right over. Shit, you fuck with the Korean barbecue? That sound fire. That's the shit where you cook it at the table. Oh, yeah. No, see, I ain't never did that before. Oh, well, shit. Too. Koreatown ain't nothing but a little hop and skip. So, shit, we can go fuck with that. K-Town. Yeah, shit. That shit be like, like $20 a head. Okay. All you can eat. Okay. Yeah. That's all like my kind of spot. Then I got to take you up to to run your canyon, man. You said you want to exercise and shit. You see, be seeing me I, up hey, all man, the time. I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of bluffing on that when I said that. Because ah! I ain't gonna lie, you really with the shit, bro. I, <laughs> I sent your page. This nigga was at the mountaintop sweating, giving speeches and shit. I said, how the fuck this nigga get up on this mountain like that? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And you know what? That's beautiful, though, because that's, that's what a, a lot of us is missing as brothers is like, the mental health aspect, like you was talking about earlier, that's a big issue. Right. And that health thing, because we, 
we don't understand. We we gotta understand that we need these bodies for the rest of our lives. And I'm and I'm starting to realize that now that I get older. You know what I mean? So, hell yeah, man. Just you eat health, exercise, even like he even said, just walking and hiking. That stuff, man, it adds life. Yeah, and then I shit. I joined the gym too and shit. Gym right on Hollywood Boulevard, LA Fitness. So I've been going up there, man, hitting the elliptical and all that, and just doing a little hikes. And I went up today, man. I had a little date and shit. This little shawty, so shit, we went up there. She brought her dog. I brought my dog. And it's crazy, man. The last few chicks I be fucking with, they had they got like big dogs. You know what I'm saying? My dog little and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I just be like, shit, fuck it. Females like that, you know. Hell yeah. She mentioned something about that. Like, how many chicks did you pick up with him? Yep. Yeah. Especially when you got the small one. That's a chick magnet. Man, and we're straight though. She lived like two blocks over, so I can kind of hop skip for a little uh late night tip. I ain't gotta drive nowhere. So hell yeah, but shit, oh shit, you don't want to hit the fucking hiking up. Uh, what day you leaving? Uh, next week. Okay, okay. Well, shit, we can hit up Venice and all that. Cause yeah, I ain't really been cool. out too much either. I've just been like cooling, man, working and shit. Yeah, staying productive. Hell yeah, just shit, man. Trying to get to the next level. Been going through some little shit. We are gonna talk about that a little later. Up in the show. Hold on, I, I want to do a quick little recap. How that peppermint schnapps feeling, man? Hey, man, I like it. <laughs> you know That's what I'm saying? Because like what I'm doing, I gotta, I'm drinking it on ice, so when I breathe in, it's like super cool in my mouth and shit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sipping it slow and shit because I ain't really ate none today. So I'm going I'm to tread lightly. But yeah, I like it. I'm going to start fucking with it. And I'm going to have to find a little spot that got like the old school liquors and yeah. shit. Because I was like, hey, I need some wino type shit. And he was like, yeah, we don't have that here. That I'm like, ah. The Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. I'm like, we doing all the throwback liquors, the shit, you know what I'm saying? That, that you, yeah, my, one of my little OGs told me about that years ago. All the shit the OGs, your great aunties, your grandma and them used to drink. Like, <laughs> you know, man, that's what we doing. Because, like, these motherfuckers, they be on this little, on the show talking about, you know, we drink a Moet, we drink an Ace of Spade, all the shit. I'm like, yo, that's cool. I could do that, but, man, fuck that, man. We, we real, real on this motherfucker. We kicking it back old school. Yeah. That's how we doing this shit. Hell yeah, man. So, man, yeah, tell the people, like, how did you get into rap? Um, I, probably, I would say I got a, it, it was when I was young. Just, you know, I think BET was really a big, big influence on me. Watching a lot of the um, artists performing when uh, BET first came out. You know, Word Up magazine is just hip-hop. Oh, yeah, Word Up. That's just the thing about hip-hop is it just... When it spread, it spread like wildfire everywhere and influenced everybody from Alaska to overseas. And, you know, even from the breakdancing phase that was right before hip hop, you know. So, yeah, it was just, you know, my mom, my mom used to just teach me little rhymes and stuff. So, okay. I would pick up on it. And eventually, as I got older, um, I started learning instruments and wanting to make beats and stuff like that to, you know, even more well-versed, so. What instruments was you playing? Uh, I started off playing the drums. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I started with the drums. And um, now I play the drums, the piano, and the guitar. All right, those piano and guitar, yeah. I've been really thinking about, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, Guitar Center is close. So I was like, man, I want to go over, you know what I'm saying, hit them up and get a guitar and shit. And, like, you know what I'm saying, really try, try to learn. Like, I want to do an instrument or a keyboard and, yeah. and just play. Yeah, that's one of my... One of my things on my to-do list. Yeah. Guitar is actually easier than a lot of people think. 
It just takes a little bit of time every day or every other day. Just dedicate it 30 minutes a day, and, you know, you'll be a beast. You still playing now? Yeah, I can play. I know how to pick it up and move around. And, and, and but Bass or electric? No, nah, I play electric. See, that's what I want. Bass is, I mean, playing the bass is just like playing guitar. It's just like the first four strings. Uh-huh. But you just got to, your fingers got to stretch and move. I got, like, small hands, so bass, you got to be able to move up and down that thing. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get into it, man. Speaking of, like, the shout-outs and all that, I want to say as far as the iTunes charts, I'm on the charts in Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and Slovakia. Shout out to all y'all in them countries that's uh, keeping me on the charts. I appreciate it. Shout out to USA, India, Italy, British Virgin Islands, Singapore, United Kingdom, San Diego, Los Angeles, Pleasanton, Atlanta, Hapeville, New York, Rome, The Unknown, Ashburn, Denver, Fayetteville, Indoor, Lancaster, Lancaster, London, Roadtown, Shillong, Tampa, Thomasville, Honolulu, Detroit. Who else? We got Sacramento, Pasco. Oh, shout out to my homeboy Leandro out there. And shit, that's my boy. Hey man, he he's been fucking me up in dominoes on this on this fucking uh what we doing now. Usually I'll be kicking his ass, but yeah, you know you got me right now. I'm gonna get your ass back though. Shout, uh, shout out to Singapore. Shout out to Louisville. Shout out to Iron Ironton. I think y'all knew, man. Shout out to Honolulu. Santa Clarita. Hmm, who else we got on here? I need to write it down, so I had to go back and look at this shit. And Denver. What up, Denver? Hell yeah. I, I, I want to go back out there. Uh, shout out to Tacoma. Tacoma lit. I ain't never been out there in Washington. Yeah. Denver, I, I got a bunch of homies out there. Denver's popping. I had to go out there years ago for a work training, and that was it. We didn't really get to see shit. Shout out to Yale. Y'all popped up on the shit before. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to shit, man. This one's kind of fucked up. It's spelled P-O-N-T-Y-P-R-I-D-D. Pontypridd. Shout out to y'all. Let me know where that is. Shout out to Bridgeport. Shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to Southgate. Shout out to St. Louis. All of y'all, appreciate y'all listening. It's a lot of people that be listening, so we got to go through the shout outs, but man, I appreciate y'all, man. Shit. Without y'all, would none of this be uh, possible and shit? I have a question, man. You in the industry... When did you realize how fake it was and how phony people are? And when did you notice, like, when people in the industry would be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do something and then, like, stun on you? Um, damn, that's a really good question. I don't... I don't know. I don't think I've really dealt with enough people yet to start experiencing that, man. I'm going to be honest. <sighs> I'm glad you told me that because that's something I'm definitely going to look for. Bruh. I mean, but I could definitely see that, though. I, I, I see what you're saying. But it's, though, it, it's, for me, it's easier to weed those ones out, though, bro. You can kind of tell the ones that's just kind of like. Yeah. 
and no. And I've been going through a lot of that lately yeah. with like booking motherfuckers. Like I'll be out, I'll be meeting folks and shit, be like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? Let's link up, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, hit me up. And then like get left on red. And a few weeks ago, I was at this party and I saw this actor who stunted on me. And I was already frustrated because this shit keep happening with these motherfuckers. I'm like, and one thing else before I continue with this, I've noticed it be the motherfuckers who ain't been relevant in like 20, 30 years who are the most motherfucking difficult. And I'm like, bro, you holding on to this glory and you the only one holding on to this shit because motherfuckers didn't pass you and forgot about you and shit. Forgot all about you. So I see this actor and shit, man. Uh, Who was it? Uh, I was going to say, hold on, I got I, I to gotta look his last name up. I'll tell you. And we had met a few months ago at this party and I was like, yo, shit, man, you should fuck with my shit. He was like, ah, yeah, cool. Let's just keep in touch. I'm like, cool. So, you know what I'm saying? Kept in touch. A few months ago, hit him. I was like, uh, <clears throat> OG, you know what I'm saying? What's up? You still want to do the little shit? Left me on red. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. I was like, I thought the motherfucker was cool. I'm like, there he is. I'm like, I thought you was cool. You know what I'm saying? You said you was going to do it. Like, you ain't popping right now. So, I'm at this party in Santa Monica a few weeks ago. I was drinking a lot of tequila. Didn't realize I, that shit was that shit crept up on me. I didn't. I ain't really eat nothing that day for real. So that shit had me like AJ drove home and shit. Shout out to AJ for that. Yeah, tequila crept up on you, huh? Man, and then the people was nice. They gave me a bottle too, the little green one. I'm almost out of that shit. I gotta buy some more. That shit was nice. So I see homeboy. So I'm on one and shit. And I'm like, I'm tired of these motherfuckers. Like I was like, if I see these motherfuckers, I'm be like, yo, what's good? So I was like, yo, OG, like, what's up, bro? Like you said, you was going to do the shit. You know what I'm saying? I reached back out to you. And he said in like the, the gayest fucking voice, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I swear to God. And like, <laughs> and I was shocked at how he said this shit. He snapped at you? It wasn't a snap, but it was, he sounded like somebody's auntie getting smart. Like dead ass. Like he said it like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Get like sound like somebody's auntie mama getting smart with your ass and shit. So that shit kind of like triggered me. Like I was like, oh I wanted to crack his ass, but I was like, oh shit. This is cuz it's function. I ain't even gonna fuck it up. Yeah, you ain't want to disrespect him. So I was just like, okay. I just got him walked away. And I was like, yo, I'm definitely like gonna grind hard because I'm definitely gonna be bigger than this little has been motherfucker. We're talking about Lamont Johnson. You ever seen the movie Class Act with Kid and Play? Yeah. He he played the bully Wedge. The big nigga with the flat top? Yeah. Bro, why the fuck did you want to interview him? <laughs> why? No, for real. Okay, bro. so I know. What the because I, I've seen him in different little shit or whatever. And I love Class Act as a kid and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I was, I was like, yo, OG, you know what I'm saying? Won't you come on? That here? nigga was a hater. Bruh. So when we like when I first time I met him and shit, we talking. I was like, I was like, yeah, classic was my shit. He was like, I was in the five heartbeats too. I was like, when? He said at the beginning at the poker game, I was the dude that got shot. I was like, oh okay. I said shit. I don't even remember what that motherfucker I looked don't even like. Remember that part? Yeah, but I used to fuck with the show Girlfriends, and he was on there too and shit, okay. playing a little gay stylist. And now I realize I said this motherfucker was playing his truth on this show. He played the big bad bully and shit, and this motherfucker's a sissy. So I was like, I'm like, bro, 
and when I like his Instagram, I don't even think his motherfucker have a thousand followers. He has like six hundred. I got like twenty one thousand. I'm like, bro, more people know about me than you. What? Well, I, 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 I can't say that. My social media is shit is stronger than yours because I, I know for a fact more than twenty thousand motherfuckers have seen Class Act. Yeah, that's a big movie. But you could walk around and wouldn't a motherfucker really recognize your ass and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the last time this motherfucker been on the show and shit, but I'm like, bro, like I could have probably helped you out and gained gained you some new motherfuckers. Oh, Tim gets some followers, huh? Man. And I was just like, bro, and, and, and like, that's another thing. I just be getting so agitated, man, with black folks because we are our biggest motherfucking haters, man. We are. And I'm like, bro, why can't we work together? There's so much money out there that we can do with shit, build, and you ain't been hot in a dick year. My podcast been on the iTunes charts for a year and a half straight consistent. So I was like, and, and like you said, why would you want to interview him? Because my thing is, I like seeing motherfuckers who I respected growing up. Like, yeah, you may have been done nothing in forever, but I like what you did back then. Let's talk about it and shit. That's the shit I be on. I like to show love to motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have other actors and, and shit who been on, who's been on here who ain't been on nothing big since like the 90s, early 2000s. I don't give a shit about your credibility i give a shit about your work your art i appreciate it and i be trying to show love yeah, to these motherfuckers man with nobody else will exactly that's funny you said why are you want to interview him <laughs> i wouldn't even recognize that nigga. i would have been just staring like damn that nigga look familiar he said class that, yeah man i see a kid that played out too long ago the niggas look like they was doing good they still good buddy yeah they be on tour and shit and uh Kid, he got a, a weed strain. Kid, the light skinned one? Yeah, it's I called, believe it. It's called Kid and Blazed. Kid and Blazed. Yeah. But yeah, man. OG, I was just trying to show some love to you and shit. You know what I'm saying? That was it. But you want to be on some whole shit? So, hey. Like we say on here. You going to fire him up? Oh, man, he's finna get it. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I understand. Your career is ice motherfucking cold, <laughs> like a cold night in Alaska <laughs> in January. It's not my motherfucking fault. Now, I can't get you hot. I don't know if I can get you lukewarm, but I could at least got you a, a few motherfuckers who have been interested in you and shit. And that's another thing, man. I'm like big underground, but I'm not mainstream. So these motherfuckers be like, I don't be seeing him on TV and shit. And they be fronting on me and shit. Not knowing that I be having some cracking ass shit. But that's your dumb ass fault. But I will continue doing what I do and continue my success and all that little shit. And you just be a little punk bitch ass hater who ain't been relevant since the 90s or whatever. Man. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Yeah, man. But you'll find out, man. A lot of that shit is like super common and shit. I'm like, bro, this shit weak, man. But I I know what you mean because I can kind of see it. I, I can see it when I move around. And a lot of times, it be the motherfucker telling you, yo, hit me up. And then you hit him up. Yeah. I be like, bro, what the fuck you tell me this shit for? That's why I'm like, I don't be trusting these California motherfuckers, man. And then it be the, I don't know who's worse, like the actual California people or the motherfuckers from out of town who adopted this little bullshit lifestyle or whatever and just like took it overboard and shit. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm like, bro, I could be as big as fucking... Joe Button, Charlemagne, I'm still gonna be the same cool motherfucker. I will still wanna holler at motherfuckers who 
did a movie in the 80s and 90s. I could be the biggest thing out. And I'd be like, shit, hey, I like what this motherfucker did. Like, because like of the historic, right? The historic element, and I got to know my fucking place. I'm not at the level where I can get a fucking Travis Scott, a Nicki Minaj, or Playboy Cardi, or somebody like that. I'm not, you know, what I'm saying at that level now. Possibly, if we had a mutual friend and they was like, "Oh, yo, his shit is straight." Yeah, but me just trying to solicit it or whatever, that shit ain't gonna fuck. They, they, who the fuck are you? Get out of my face. Gotta go through their publicists. Yeah, but even like the publicists and shit, like, cause I'm big underground and not mainstream. They'll be like, oh yeah, we're gonna pass on this and shit. And I'll be like, cool. So I know who I have a better success rate with versus who I'm not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know where to shoot and where not to shoot. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh shit, I need to I need to ease up, you know what I'm saying, inside the line a little bit. I can't I can't hit this three right now. Yeah. And that's cool with me. And it's like crazy, like. People be appreciating this shit. Uh, like one of my little homeboys said, you remember the movie called Cop and a Half with Burt, Burt Reynolds and the little black boy? Vaguely. So the dude who, the little, who was the child star in there, I had him on a couple years ago. And one of my buddies was like, bro, people love shit like that. He said, man, he was like, I forgot about dude. He said, oh, I love the episode. He's like, people like to hear the shit that they grew up with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That nostalgia. I was like, yeah, bro, that's the type of shit I be on and yeah, man, that's all I try to do, but you know, shit, man. Uh, fresh vibes to Lamont. Hopefully, you get you some success or whatever. Speaking of Lamonts, too, I have to bring another one. And how I said, like, people be on that little flake shit, they also own this fake shit. Hmm. So I'm at a stoplight about a month ago, and like an OG was like, hey, bro, he was in the lane that was turning right. He needed to go straight. He said, yo, can I get in front of you and go? I was like, yeah, cool. So I saw he had some drumsticks. I said, oh, shit, you be drumming. He's like, yeah, I'm one of the best. He's like, what you do? I said, I do a podcast. So then he was, he said something, and then the light turned. So he was trying to, like, get me to fucking, like, pull over. I was like, bro, I'm not finna pull over. I'm trying to get home. <laughs> so we end up getting stuck at a light. He's like, yo, just pull over, pull over. I'm like, fuck. So I pull over. You know, we talking and shit. He's about the podcast. He was like, you know, how would you feel if I can get Dave Chappelle on here? <laughs> bro, this is a true fucking story. I was like, I'm thinking in my head, you can't get a fucking Dave Chappelle on here. He told me that he was working with some artist or some shit or whatever. She got signed to Universal. He told me her name, and I'm trying to look her up, and I found somebody with the same name, and I sent it to him. He said that wasn't her. And then he started sending me pictures of him and celebrities, and I can tell they was old-ass pictures. It was a picture of him and, like, Lunell and some other motherfuckers. His name was Lamont, too. So he was like, yeah, I can get some artists and some shit on here. And he was like, I'll be doing some shit at some studio or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So then he hit me up saying, yo, I want to be on your podcast. I want to talk about my record label. And I was like, all right. I'm like, yo, well, is there a website or something that I can like look you up in the, in the label so I can get prepared? Never heard back from this motherfucker. I said, I knew this motherfucker was full of shit. Wow. Yeah, you're going to counter that shit too. I knew the motherfucker was full of shit when he came me home out. I can get Dave Chappelle on the show. Shit. Dave Chappelle just don't do anything. Man. You can't just. Right. You don't have enough juice to say, hey, Dave, get on a little GQ show. Yeah, it's hard. Hold on, Mike, Mike. Yeah, you, you, def- you can adjust you definitely, you definitely going to have to go through the publicist to get to Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Are you going to adjust the, the, the thing, too? You can, move, oh, okay. you can move it up, too. Oh, right? yeah. Here we go, right here. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So. I forgot his last name, but other uh, 
old school Lamont, you buried too, coming to me with this backtracking bullshit. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Man, shit's crazy, man. Gotta watch out for all that crazy shit, man. I remember you said, didn't you have a, wasn't like a cartoon that you was doing? Yeah, the animation. Yeah. Over. Yeah, I did that a long time ago. I still I still push and promote it, but it's, it's a little bit older now, so I'm just kind of like just. I, look, I looked into that shit years ago because I was taking like clips of the podcast and I wanted to get it like animated and shit, and I was like, oh, shit, even for like a three, four-minute thing, I said, damn. I yeah. said, yeah, that shit is, is high. Yeah, that shit was off the chart. I wrote that shit when I was locked up in drug treatment. Okay, okay. Crazy. And then when I came home, it was just an idea. So I was like, man, it was one of my major ideas that I had. So I was like, let me just follow it through, you know, to see what it would take to actually do it, if that's something I wanted to do. And it came out all right. So I'm just kind of like testing it still. A lot of projects you put out, people think that you just put them out and it and it's supposed to blow, man. Sometimes it takes stuff forever to catch on, bro. Man. It may take five, 10 years. And then to you, it's new, but this has been de- in development. Right. You know. Shit, like movies. It takes years for it to Man. even get made. And then they shoot it, and it's not going to come out for another two or three years. People don't know that. Man, no. Nah. Like, <laughs> see, you know it's like. Yeah. That's how people was like, how the fuck is Kevin Hart have five movies at one time? I'm like, bro, because he filmed this shit a long-ass time ago. Two, you just didn't know. The movie places just hold on to it to do the right timing the right, right you know marketing and everything but, but editing that motherfucker take forever it do fuck a lot it, of people don't know man just music videos have taken hours a couple of days imagine some shit that's a two-hour movie that shit gonna take months some of those movies you guys are seeing on tv they have hundreds and hundreds of people working on them hundreds of people hell so yeah it's not just you know but yeah that's what i'm kind of in i like i like writing uh TV shows, man. I haven't had enough time to get into it as much as I used to, but um, I got a couple ideas for some shows that I'm writing. Years ago, I started writing a little treatment for like a little TV series and shit. I would, I would like to be like on a fucking show, man. Like but what I, kind? Like doing what? I would like to be on something that's on like HBO Showtime, where like it's, it's you can cuss and it's like more real. I mean, I, I would do like a network shit, but me. I'm a I'm a wild motherfucker, so I like to do that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like a show like fucking Entourage, Californication, like some dope like that. Yeah. Or just any type of thing. Or I would love to do voiceover for like an adult cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody in that field and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I audition. I if you want to give it to me, I'll take it. But I'll work for that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Is it hard to get like get into those auditions out here in, in LA? Like, how does that whole system work? Cause so they'll do open calls. You can look online, but the best thing is agent. You I've been trying. I've been trying to get an agent, yeah. a manager. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's hard, man. I had somebody trying to help me out, but the person because of COVID and shit, they end up getting laid off at the at an agency and shit. So I was like, God damn. But yeah, and with that. You get a little bit more juice because you have an agent, you know what I'm saying, versus like just like showing up or whatever. But yeah, like that's the best thing, an agent, because like they know when all the shit's gonna be. Yeah. And then you know some of them might be 
real cool with these casting directors. So they'll yeah. be like, ah, right, you know, we'll look out for your boy and shit. So yeah, man. So yeah, I want to get back into acting and shit and all that. So I'm glad that things is back up and running. Cause like Paramount Pictures is like right down the road. I know a big ass studio. But see, today's a day and era where, like, especially being out here, man, like you got a, you got Netflix, you got Roku. The opportunities, right, are, are endless. Like I was just looking at some research today, online that was uh, telling you how you can get your own TV station on Roku, and it's just like the accessibility. I'm just like, wow. So I mean, it's so different how it was. Hell yeah. But, you know that's not something easy. So I wouldn't advise people to just try to do a TV station, but. Oh, speaking of shows and shit, I fucking drew a blank. Oh, yeah. Announcement for myself. Speaking of shows, I'm about to have a travel show coming out. It's called The Fresh Traveler. First episode will be in Paris, my Paris trip that me and Frank took back in like August. So, yeah, episode one coming in about two weeks. So, yeah, y'all be on the lookout. I talked about, like, Paris sucked, man. I ain't never going back over. But how I made it, it looks fun and shit, but. What's wrong with Paris? Man, they treated us like shit. Like, my homeboy, he was born in France. He's Haitian. He speaks French and everything. They were kind of more cool with him. But, like, we'd be asking for directions. Motherfuckers don't want to help you. I'd be seeing folk. I'd be like, oh, bonjour. They look at me like I'm crazy. Keep walking and shit. Like, we was in Foot Locker. And one of the workers and shit, she had some J's. I'm like, oh, I like them J's. She looking at me all nasty. I'm like, bitch, you the shoe salesman and shit. I ain't trying to fuck. Oh, and like, I, like you was trying to come at her. I don't know, bro. All them people was like weak as fuck, man. Like they treated us like shit. I left like two days early. You guys were American? Like they can sense that or was it something else? Yeah, they have been known to be assholes to American. And they like racist too over. Like we went to this hookah spot. They was like, oh, no, we're sold out. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? There's 20 chairs. There's 20 tables. And this was like a weeknight. It wasn't even no Friday. I'm like, bro, ain't nobody else coming. And I was like, all right. I said, I don't even want to give you my money. So we hit up another little spot. Like that? Yeah. Just blatant, huh? Man. But they got a lot of Asians out there. That shocked me and shit. They had like a little Chinatown area. We was walking around. And it was like crazy seeing like the little Asian folk just like speaking French and shit. I said, look at that, man. So I, I ate escargot. And I went to the top of the Eiffel Tower. So I was like, shit, I'm cool. I would have liked to have went to the Louvre to see the Mona Lisa and shit, but I'm like, shit, fuck that bitch. It'll be all right. So, yeah, man. Oh, that's but, where the Mona Lisa at? Yeah. Okay. So, I was like, I ain't never going back to this motherfucker. So, yeah. So, the first episode is going to be about 30 minutes, you know, and then we'll continue on with some more, you know, of the adventure. And then the uh, it'll be followed up by my trip that I took to Thailand a few months ago. So, Man, I can't wait to touch that soil, man. Yeah, we're going to do it, man. We're going to do it. Definitely. You'll love it, man. The, your money goes, it goes long out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. They, they partying and shit. Like, you were saying you don't have to, uh, you don't need a rental car out there? No, nah, I wouldn't even want to drive. Like, like the directions and it's like so crazy, like the streets and shit. Okay, it's not like, like how it is over here. No, nah, no, nah, it's way different. And like traffic is so fucked up. Like, when I was there, I would get a taxi, but sometimes it'd be traffic. But, shit, I'd hop on the back of a motorbike. We'd be going through, tra- through cars <laughs> uh, and shit. Hell no. But, man, you get there so quicker, man. Hell yeah. Like, and on, it'd the, be, like on the Travel Channel, you'd be on the back of that blue Man. Motor. 
But no, 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 no. They got like regular mopeds and shit. That they shit ain't all like fucked up. Okay. So like they got a thing called Grab. That's basically they Uber. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And you can get food delivered. You know, they'll pick you up. Like they got a setup where it's only they got one little section only for women. So it's a it's a woman driver and only women can ride and shit. I guess to make them feel safe or whatever. But yeah, man. And like the first time I ever saw they they do like transportation. Like this one chick, I had keys to her apartment and I needed to get it back to her. So I hit up Grab, I gave them the keys and they went and took it to her crib. Yeah. Yeah, and the shit dirt cheap. Are they trustworthy too? Yeah, man. One thing, like there's fucked up people all around the world, but yeah. mainly over, like, yeah, man. Like motherfuckers be having shops, they'll just have like a tarp in a clip. Ain't nobody fucking with they shit. Yeah, I was fucking with this one bitch. She had a clothing store. The mannequins fully dressed all out on the sidewalk. Ain't nobody fuck with it. People got their shoes laid out. Ain't nobody doing that. Now, some people might, but usually, nah, everything's smooth. See that, and and that's, that's what I admire because a lot of times, brothers, we scared to get out of our comfort zone. So Man. To even experience that comfortably and just know, you know, to be able to go there and have a route and, and, and it's something that people, you know, things we need to get comfortable with. We right. got to get out of our comfort zone. That's why when you said Thailand, I was like, damn, I can envision and I got my passport and everything. Hell yeah. When I was over the last time I posted, I'm like, man, I said, y'all motherfuckers be scared to leave the hood and shit. Yeah, you know, but you don't want to come and look, look at all this beautiful shit. That's all this shit in the world. You know what I'm saying? But y'all, y'all want to stay on the block. I said, that's cool with me. That's more places that I can see. And that's less competition on pussy that I got to deal with. So I was like, y'all stay home then. But I, I love to see like the black travelers and shit. I'm in a lot of black travel groups on Facebook and shit, man. Smart. And seeing them brothers and shit, they just be all over the place. Now, a lot of them, they be going to certain places just to buy pussy and shit. And I be like, sometimes I be like, bro, do you not get hoes in your hometown that you got to fly <laughs> to another country? To pay a, a bitch to fuck? It's a different level, though. That's like they go out of state, and it's like they a celebrity. Yeah. They don't but, get that up here. But they be, like, bragging and shit. I be like, bro, you bragging about a bitch that you pay for? Yeah. I can see if you met her and shit, shot some game at her, and she gave you the pussy on the strength, but you you made a transaction for that shit. You right. and a whole bunch of other motherfuckers that day. So I was like, I don't even respect it and shit. Thank like, you get your book. swerve on and shit, but don't be boasting and bragging and shit. But some of the motherfuckers, man, they be like, shit, how much are the hoes in Colombia? I'll be like, damn. Did you see a lot of black people over there? The first time, uh, the first time I went, a little bit, I was in the clubs. I seen like some some black dudes and shit, a few of them. But then the last time I went, no, nah, not a whole lot. I saw like some Africans and shit. But when I went, <laughs> like Africans is everywhere. Oh, yeah, and the Africans get black folks a bad name because the yeah, Africans the be over scamming and shit on crypto <laughs> and a bunch of shit. Or they be, try, they be trying to run off on motherfuckers. So at some of the places, I was like, they was like watching me to make sure I pay and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I'm finding out. And then on dating apps, I saw a lot of chicks. They said, I don't want to talk about crypto, Bitcoin. Uh, and, I'm, and I asked, I said, I said, yo, why are chicks saying this? They was like, because a lot of dudes, Africans and shit, be on that scam shit. Yeah. I wanted to get a shirt made. Uh, that's written in Thai that says, I'm not an African scammer, I'm American. And shit, so them motherfuckers will ease up. And I was kind of kind of lightweight getting discriminated against. And then it was fucked up. An African chick tried to discriminate on me. I went to a little barber shop and got a shape up by this little Thai lady. Hey, man, she hooked me up. She had the beard and shit ready. Because when I go in, I'm like, yo, I need a shape up. They was like, oh, mama does. And I look, I'm like, mama? Yeah. 
Shit. She had me looking good. I might fuck with her again. So I paid her and shit. And it was an African chick braid. And she's like, did you pay? I was like, yeah. I said, I've been paid. So she tried to talk to the old lady. And the lady's like, yeah. I'm like, damn, bitch. You really go. We black people. You really going to try to do me like that? Yeah. I was like, that's weak. But I did feel good, though. After getting discriminated against, I was at this restaurant with my homegirl, C. And the waiter came up to her. And they were speaking in Thai. And C was like, they want to know if this is real. I'm like, what? And the lady hands me a $100 bill. I was like, oh, and I turn around, I see some white people. I said, oh, they don't trust the white folks and they trust me. So I put the shit to the light. I was like, yeah, it's real and shit. You seen the hologram. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, she thought it was fake or whatever. I was like, after getting discriminated against, I will finally didn't get discriminated, so discriminated against, 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 against the white folks. too, so it wasn't just you. Mainly the, mainly the scammers and shit, but I don't know, maybe because it was a large bill and I thought it was rare because a lot of uh, places in Thailand, they're not going to take American currency. They're going to be like, nah, they're going to take their money. Yeah, they're not. You got to exchange it and shit. So I was shocked that they took American money, but that place is like famous and shit. Like they've been on Netflix or whatever. So yeah, they're going to take, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. But I was shocked about that. They take credit cards though, right? Some places do like, like the little mom and pop shit on the street or yeah, like the little mom and pop stops. Yeah, they not going to, but I know some, they got a little thing kind of like Zelle that they be using. Some do that, but mainly not cash. Like the little street food motherfuckers, cash only. Man, do you trust that street food, bro? Bro, that's all I was eating over. Man, I know that shit was tearing your stomach no, up, nigga. The only time I got like fucked up is I was with some homegirls and they got like some Chinese chicken. It was spicy and that shit burned my ass. <laughs> oh, I woke up out of my sleep. I said, oh shit. I took a shit, man. I was burning. I had to get in the shower and run cold water on my ass. I was like, I'm going to fuck y'all up for giving me this shit. But other than that, no, nah, the only thing I noticed was like, I didn't have like a full like turd type shit. I be worried shit. about the hygiene. That's my now, whole, cause I love food, bro. And I'll go out there <laughs> and I will fuck them street vendors up. But the first time I get sick, it's over for everybody. Some of them are dirty. Some of them are clean and shit. Okay, okay. You know, so I was like, ooh, no, 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 no. You can see, you yeah. Can okay. Like I saw this one. I forgot what the food was, but it had like a little plastic thing around it. And then it was a gang of flies in that motherfucker. I had to record it. I was like, oh no. I said, I definitely eating that motherfucker. I said, I ain't going there. Uh uh-uh. uh. But shit, when I was over, man, I was eating little baby frogs, cockroaches, scorpions, crickets, and shit. Oh, no, bro. Yeah, I, I, I never I, got I, sick. What, what did the roaches taste like? They didn't have a season. I like. I didn't even finish the roach and shit. I was like, I don't like this. It didn't have no season or nothing. It was just, it was just plain and shit. What, they may have like baked it or whatever, but yeah. What about scorpions? That one had a cool little seasoning on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like hard. It's like chewy. So you got to chew it a little bit. You know, I had to wash it down with some beer. But like the little crickets and all the other little shit, man, I'm popping that motherfucker like popcorn. The crickets was good? Yeah. This, like, this little chick, she was like deep frying it and then put like these little seasonings on it. Just eating that shit. I was eating a lot of like meat on the stick, beef, chicken, pork, shit. They, uh, I had chicken ass for the first time over. I said, Chicken ass. Man, I'm at a little vendor. I'm like, what's this? He's like, pork. Like what's this? He said ass. I said ass from where? He's like chicken. I was like, oh shit. Hey, that one his wasn't that good. I went to another one that was good. Better. Then I went to another one that was better. I said, man, this is the best ass I ever had in my life. So when I go back, man, I'm gonna fuck with that shit again. 
But yeah, I, remember, I never got sick. You know what I'm saying? I might have like a little diarrhea, but it ain't nothing crazy. Okay. But I with the water, even the tap motherfuckers, they don't even drink the tap water. Uh, but I always drink the tap water. Then that's a rule. Yeah, I always get like the bottles of water, so I put that shit on my toothpaste. But I know like Americans that live here, they say they put the water on their toothpaste. They ain't never got sick. I'm just kind of too paranoid. But yeah, when I yeah well, shit, when I go to, like Dominican Republic and shit, I make sure I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't fucking putting that uh, water on my shit. But nah, man, never got sick, man. It's like super safe, like dirt fucking cheap. I I noticed when I was looking, the prices have kind of went up. Like when I was there, the the border had just opened. Yeah. Like like of less than two weeks after I got there, so it wasn't a lot of travelers, so shit was cheap. But even like the, I saw the places that I stayed at, it was like twenty seven, twenty eight dollars. Now it's like around 50 or under 50 but another right. spot that i stayed at i was there for like four or five days i paid like 60 dollars. it was like 17 dollars a night and it shit it was nice and uh i noticed it was still like around that same price so it, it all depends and shit but it's way cheaper than here especially the food the the drinks all that shit like shit you can get a bottle in that club for shit between 40 and 70 dollars be balling out, huh? Hell yeah. So, I guess, you know, I'm going to ask you the most cliche question. Do the women out there gravitate towards black men? Oh, man, bro. They love black men. So, I'm going to show you some pictures and shit. Matter of fact, I'll show you right now because I sent it to the group chat. Over there, man, they be calling, like, chicks fat who's not fat. And I'll be like, I'll be, I'll be seeing chicks as, like, fucking. What we would call thick. Shit, some thick or like slim. All right, like right here. You know what I'm saying? She put like chubby girl. Ain't no way she's chubby. Nah, she's in shape like a motherfucker, thick and everything. You're thicker than a snicker. Like, but like the Thai dudes, like them little bony ass bitches. So chicks like her, they call fat. And a lot of the Thai dudes they don't, don't get that much attention. No, a lot of the Thai dudes ain't fucking with her. So it'd be the foreigners and shit. You know, some of the white boys might fuck with it, but it'd be the Africans and shit or the black dudes that come over who they be trying to fuck with. Yeah. And man, there's a lot of thick ones over, man. Woo. I'd be like, where y'all get this at, boy? But yeah, man, they love black motherfuckers and shit. The the culture, go to the clubs, they be dancing, they know the words and shit. Uh mainstream artists be going over a chick that i was fucking with told me not too long ago that silento tried to fuck her watch me whip and watch me nay nay that motherfucker yeah yeah he in prison now for killing his cut well i know he's in jail he ain't been sentenced yet i was like yeah if you have fuck silento i'll never speaking to you again i'm not <laughs> i'm not fucking sharing bitches with him but she was like no nah, i had a boyfriend he worked at the club and he asked my boyfriend if i can just come and sit and i was like all right i was like i didn't even know that silento was big enough to even make it to thailand Oh, that song's big, bro. Yeah, I was you like, damn, the, that's what's uh, up. Nene song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's out of there. That's yeah. Song. Another bitch that I smashed over told me that, uh, what the fuck is his name? From, shit, I can see they fucking, I ain't got no type. Bad bitches is the only thing. Yeah. Ray Schwimmer, yeah, yeah. yeah the, that little motherfucker, she said he tried to fuck, but she was like, and this bitch, she was thick. She was like, yeah, he was short and he was way too skinny. She's like, I don't like skinny. Then, because we was talking, because she was like, I don't like dudes that be ghetto, that wear like grills and chains and shit. And then, oh, Sway Lee, she was like, Sway Lee wanted to fuck, but I don't like that and he's too little. I was like, damn. So that's crazy. But they love rap. They love, rap they love black folks. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting myself ready now. I'm, Next one, I'm with you. I've been thinking, man, 2023, 
I might make that move. I want to buy some land over there. Oh, uh, here's really the thing: you can't. Don't, okay, the only thing you can buy is a condo. You, the only way you can buy a house if you a citizen. So you got to marry a bitch over and become a citizen. That's the only way you can buy a house or land. Yeah, that's the only way you can become a citizen. Well, I guess there's other ways too, but that's gonna be a long ass process. But you could buy a condo, yeah, and rent it, rent it out. But as far as land and shit, I, cause I looked that shit up. Nah, you can't even do it. A condo ain't bad though, cause you can get a really nice condo. Bro, I was looking because I'm thinking about moving over and you can get a nice ass like condo and shit with like Wi-Fi included. Some of it is furnished. A lot of them have like uh, infinity pools that be up like on a roof or on a higher level and they got gyms and that shit be like $500 or less. Man, a lot of these motherfuckers live off of like $1,700 a month. Some less, some like $1,000 a month and they live comfortable. Yeah. You know, and shit, because I was thinking, I'm like, all right, if I move over, I'm not moving over to make mediocre money and shit. I'm going to get me a job uh, working from home based in America and have my American salary and I really be balling over. Really? For real? For real? So I'm like, I'm not working in Thailand. I'm finna get get me a remote job and shit. Like, fuck this. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about doing. So I've been thinking about moving to uh, Thailand. I kind of maybe thought about the Philippines. I need to go over and visit. Uh, I've been looking. Uh, I would like to go to like the Caribbean somewhere. I need to check out more spots. I want to go somewhere with good ass beaches. And I kind of maybe thought about Mexico, but I'm like, that's too close to America. That's a good and bad thing. I kind of want to go like far. Yeah. But yeah, like since I went to Thailand in 2020 for the first time, I've been like, shit. I want to move over. And then when I went again in like November, I was like, yeah. You felt that same good energy? Yeah, I liked it, man, because it was like so close to the water. The people was nice. It was different. And I'm like, if I'm going get, to get done dirty, I'd rather get done dirty by them versus staying here in America and getting fucked over by my own people. Yeah, That's the shit I'm on, you know what I'm saying? But And then it was just like so cheap. And I'm like, shit, man, I can come out here. So I've really been... Thinking about that a lot. I got some shit that I got to like sort out out here first, but I'm like, man, I'm thinking like really 2023. The only thing that was like holding me back was the podcast. Cause I'm like, man, I'd be out. I'd be meeting folk, you know, get them on the show. And I'm like, when I'm out and if I'm living in Thailand, I'm not going to meet these type of motherfuckers at parties or whatever. It's, yeah. So I'm like, eh, it's going to be hard booking motherfuckers and shit. So I don't know. I'm going to see how it goes, you know, within the next year. But, yeah, man, I've been thinking about making that move. Like, seriously, like, I've been looking at apartments and shit, like, already and trying to formulate a little plan. Can you have the dual citizenship? What's the protocol on going back and forth? Yeah, I could. So I would just be over on, like, a little work visa. I would have to get it renewed maybe every, like, six months, every couple years and shit. And then if I was there, like, long term. You can come back whenever you feel like it? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yep. So, yeah, man, thinking about doing that. And, like, I've been walking around the house being like, okay, I can sell this. I can take this to Thailand. I can, So, yeah, I've been, like, serious, like, yeah. shit, man, make this little move. I, I was like, turbo, man, shit, we might be heading to Southeast Asia, bro. So, Especially if you can keep that same gig, too. Yeah, man. So, we're going to see. We're going to work it out, man. All right, so. I stated earlier what the petty pistol was, as I always do 
because there's new people that listen. And I said I was going to get into the reason why. Okay, so I'm a visual person. When I am frustrated and shit, I I need to visually like do shit. Some people like to maybe have a drink, have a smoke, count to 10 or whatever. I need to do something to get my frustration out. There's different things I like to do, you know, throw something or whatever. Like being in a place, I've been somewhere, I, I like took like a glass bottle and frustrated and threw it against a brick wall. It's like, psh, shit shattered. You need to vent. Yes, felt better. I do other things. I remember when I was like bowling, I'd be frustrated or to really focus, I would picture somebody's face that I didn't like as like the, the main pin. Like, oh, I got to get this ball right in their fucking face. I got to do shit like that to get it out. I like to shoot. Uh, fuck, I was fucking with a chick who had some property. I would be like shooting like fucking pumpkins, watermelons. I made, There was like a big cardboard box and I would like draw like, I just drew a person. Like, oh, this is motherfuckers I don't like or whatever. When I was younger, I had a BB gun. I'd shoot cans, shoot birds, shoot pictures and shit. So a couple weeks ago, oh shit, almost a month ago, I was frustrated. I was like, man, I'm going to go to the gun range. Something I've always been doing. I'm a visual person. I shoot things that I don't like. Had some pictures of some people I don't like. Went to the gun range. Pop, 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 pop. Shooting my little pictures. Getting my aggression out. A guy says, hey, you can't use those targets. I said, all right, cool. Took it down. Started using the regular target. The pictures in my pocket. I'm going back to shooting. Pop, pop. The guy comes back. He said, hey, we need, we need to keep those targets. I'm like, why, bro? You see it's in my pocket. I didn't put it back up. I was like, well, I get them back. He's like, yeah. I was like, cool. But when I went into the gun range, they was like playing me funny and shit. I was like, what the fuck is up with they vibe? So I was like, man, fuck these people. I was like, let me let like five more rounds. Off. I'm going to fuck out of here. So I dipped out. About... Two weeks later, I was tired as fuck. I came home. I said, man, they take me a little nap for about an hour and a half. I'm like 40 minutes in. Knock at the door. What the fuck is this? So I open it up with a latch. I see a police officer. What the fuck? So I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we'd like to talk to you. He's like, talk to me about what? He was like, you know, the gun range had was concerned. And I was like, these motherfuckers knocked me out. So I was like, look, bro. Then he asked me if he, he can come in. I was like, no, nah, you cannot come in. The fuck do I look like letting the police in? He was like, you're not in trouble. I said, I know I'm not in trouble. I ain't breaking no laws. It's like, nah. And he came with some mental health motherfucker. I didn't see who it was because I didn't open the door. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, nah. I, so he's asking me different questions. I'm like, bro, I just shoot targets. That was it. He's like, do you plan on killing anybody? No, I don't. So he's asking more questions. I said, hey, I don't want to talk. Have a good day. Shut the door. So what kind of shit is this? So then like a week or so, matter of fact, this was last week. Uh, last week. I'm chilling. I took another nap. Oh, I've been awake for like 20 minutes. Another knock at the door. I'm like, I'm like, hold on now. 
you just can't get into this building. You got to be let in. So I open it with a latch. I see a, a white chick and a, a black dude. I was like, yeah. Hey, what with the FBI? First, uh, first thing I heard, I was like, what? So I was like, they was like, hey, can we come in and talk? I was like, nah. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? So they start asking me some questions and shit. And I was like, I don't even know if these fucking neighbors is home. I don't want them all in my shit. So I was like, come on in. These are the two motherfuckers that you would never expect to be in the FBI. The chick was around my age, nice looking white chick. And the black dude, shit, he was about 6'4 with dreads and shit. Like a regular nigga you see walking around. Man, if you saw him dressed down, you would not think. And I be hoping that like the cops profile his ass and fuck with him and they pull his ID out and see he's FBI and they know they fucked because he would be the perfect candidate to be discriminated against. Yeah. And I told him, I said, bro, they let you in the FBI with dreads. I said, oh, yeah, they, they passed that little natural hair shit. He grabbed his hair and was like, yeah. So they was like, do you know why we're here? I said, yeah, the gun range. He said, how you know? I said, Burbank police came over here the other day. They said they did. I was like, yeah. So, you know, they talking to me and shit. The pictures, the targets that I had used, the motherfuckers at the gun range took pictures of it and, and fucking knocked me out. Because it was pictures of people. Okay. Yeah, people. Ain't that what all targets are? Yeah, but these is like real people, though. Oh. Yeah. So, but it's something I've been doing fucking forever, shooting targets like that. and Or like... Drawing to my best ability that I suck as an artist. So I'm like, look, bruh, I have no intentions on harming nobody. So I know when the cop had came, he was like, yeah, on your Instagram, whoop de whoop. It's like, oh, so I said, these motherfuckers on my Instagram. So I knew if they saw my Instagram, I said, I already know that they've listened to the podcast and shit. Oh, man. These motherfuckers came in here. The dude was like, yeah, you said on your episode when Dave Chappelle got attacked that the attacker had made a diss song about him. I was like, bruh, I might have. I recorded so much. I don't know. These motherfuckers knew about bury him in the grave. A bunch of shit. And they had checked like the last episode. And mainly the chick did the talking. And she's like, you know, you have a very big platform. She was like, and you use your platform for good. You know, I just heard that she was talking about therapy and whoop-de-whoop. I'm like, yeah. So she's showing me the pictures of, of the fucking targets and shit. And she's like, who was this? I'm like, you know who it is. So she's showing me pictures of these targets and said, do you plan on harming him? No, I do not. So I go on my phone and I show her videos of me like shooting like targets and shit like that. That's like been drawn and all that. I'm like, bro, this is 2020. I've been doing stuff like this for a long time. I said, I've never fucking tried to shoot nobody. I said, those targets, I never sent them to them people. I didn't post them, nothing. I said, I went, got my aggression out. It was over with. Yeah. And all this little shit, man. And I was just like. Is that illegal? No. They, they was like, you didn't break no laws. I was like, I know I didn't. And I was like, I wasn't threatening these people or nothing. And obviously, so there's something that you did that causes the red flag. So they said because the fucking range 
hit them up and then they said some random motherfucker said hey i don't know this guy but he might do this and i told him i said you go tell that motherfucker they wasted everybody's time and whoever your little snitch ass is mind your motherfucking business because i was trying to get my motherfucking aggression out you know what i'm saying you didn't cause me some fucking issues and shit mind your fucking business bitch so you getting buried on this motherfucker pussy You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. In the gun range, I was not harming nobody. And as soon as I walked in, y'all was treating me all motherfucking funny. I forgot y'all name, but it's a gun range in Burbank. Y'all some whores, too, and y'all getting buried, bitch. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. So the fucking mainly the chick was talking like where you at that's where i'm sitting and she was sitting right here and then the dude he's like standing right there so she was like you know i'm listening to this and she was like and you just sound like angry and you're talking about mental health and next thing you know you're burying people when i hear gunshots and i was like yeah and i was like see you wasn't even paying attention because i told aaron what burying in the graves meant before we started so you would have known and i was like i actually have an episode episode three Call bury him in the grave. That explains everything. And I told him, I said, my next episode is going to be called bury him in the grave part two. They started chuckling and shit. And all of this. And she was like, I told my, my partner, I don't think he's going to do nothing, you know, to harm anybody. But we have to question him and talk to him. And she was like, yeah, on your Instagram, you're like me. You like to travel. You've been all over the world and shit. And I was like, yeah. So she was like. I asked you questions that I already knew the answers to to see if you would bullshit me and you told me the truth about everything. She was like, if you was full of shit, I would have fucking called you out. That's exactly what she said. I would have fucking called you out. I was like, bro, I have no reason to lie to you. I said, I'm not into nothing illegal. There's nothing illegal in here. I said, matter of fact, call the judge right now. Get a warrant. Search this place, bro. It's clean. They was like, no, we're not going to do all this. I'm like, you know, y'all, you know, y'all really wasted taxpayers money my time, my nerves, and your time coming over here. And I, I told them, as soon as, like, when it first came in, I said, if y'all put this much effort into the white boys that be shooting up shit, there'll be a lot of, like, less fucking shooting. And the black dude was, he nodded his head like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And shit, but, like, yeah, these motherfuckers, and I was like, the fucking feds is listening to my shit. And I told them, I said, I would never expect y'all to be at my door or in my crib. So the motherfuckers at them gun ranges Faulty, you got to be careful, huh? Man. They trying to call the police off instinct. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I told him, I said, bro, I said, I'm not even in contact with none of these motherfuckers. I said, this is what I do to relieve my stress. I said, I'm finna go to a rage room. They said, what's that? I said, it's a place where you go and you can like break shit and like they'll give you little objects that you can hit and like smash up and get your aggression out. I said, that's what I do to get my shit out. I said, I don't be going shoot motherfuckers. I shoot targets. I said, that's what I fucking do. And then they were like, well, in this day and age, can you really see how this goes on? I said, look, I wasn't thinking about that. You want to know why? Because that wasn't my intention to harm people. And they was like, well, there have been some mass shooters that have did this, uh, this type of stuff. I said, well, that ain't me. And I was like, I said, like, you already told me that you saw how big of a platform that I have. Do you think I'm going to throw that away for those pussy ass motherfuckers? I said it just like that to the FBI. And I'm like, come on, man. I said, I'm trying to get to the next level. And I told him, I said, look, when I blow up, you got my permission to tell everybody. We thought he was a mass shooter, but he turned out to be cool. And they started laughing and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? We was talking and shit. I said, look, 
am I ever going to hear from y'all ever again? She said, I'm going to call my boss and I'm going to tell him we good, case closed. I said, good. I said, because I've been on edge since when the police fucking showed up. And then every time my ring camera says there's a motion, I'm like, yo, did these motherfuckers kick my door in and shit? She's like, no, we ain't going to do nothing like that. I said, how am I supposed to know? And then they was like, why didn't you want to let us in? I said, uh, because y'all the feds, y'all the law, and a lot, and majority of the time when you go in somebody's house, usually they leave dead. And then next thing you know, it's going to be fucking rallies talking about justice for GQ. And they start like laughing and shit. I'm like, nah, that's what I look like. I said, the only reason I let you in because I don't want all these motherfuckers to hear all this shit. But I was glad these motherfuckers realized I wasn't on that type of time. And I be shitting on law enforcement and shit, but I will say they were cool. They were respectful. They were cool and everything. You know what I'm saying? And shit, I kept a 100 with them. So I ain't got nothing to fucking lie about. I said, bro, this is what I do to get my frustration out. And then they was like, how's your mental health? I said, shit, I've been feeling all right. I said, business-wise, I'm frustrated. I said, I'm getting sick of black and white people. I said, I'm, I need to leave America. And they both look like, what the fuck? I said, yeah, I'm sick of black and white people, god damn it. Especially when it comes to the fucking entertainment and shit. For real. But, yeah, man, the motherfuckers was here for over a half hour and all that. And I was like, I was like, let me just talk to these motherfuckers because if I say no, they're going to keep coming back. Yep. Let me get this shit over with. And I'm like, I ain't got shit to hide. But I was like, bro, and like when I first when I first like went to the gun range and shit and that little shit happened, I me and my therapist had talked about it and shit. I was like, hey, I said, man, I be trying to find different little ways to fucking get my frustration out. But motherfuckers be trying to block me and, and I'm like, I get more frustrated. I'm like, I'm doing something where I'm not harming nobody. I'm just trying to get my frustration out and that's it and move on and enjoy the rest of my day. And I'm like, but motherfuckers are stopping me and shit. I'm like, I'm a visual person. I need to like see and do this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? To just mellow me out and just chill. Yeah. I said, I'm not harming nobody. And then it was wild. I had a session last Wednesday and fucking somehow they fucking hit up my therapist, her boss or somebody. She was like, yeah, I got a call about you. And I was like, yeah, okay, I understand and she was like, I, I already knew, you know what I'm saying, that you had told me, you know, the incident. And she said that, like, her boss or somebody was like, do you think he'll do anything? And she was like, no, I don't. She was like, I already knew about this. Like, we have been discussed. He openly told me, you know what I'm saying, he was trying to get his aggression out, and this is what happened. And I was like, yeah. So, yeah, man. I already know the FBI going to listen to this shit. And I already told y'all asses I was going to speak on this shit. But... I ain't no motherfucking mass shooter. I ain't trying to shoot no motherfucker body. And I told him, I was like, now, if somebody was trying to rob me or assault me, I'm going to defend myself. But I'm not out here hunting motherfuckers and shit. I got money to make. I got bitches to fuck. I got countries to go to. And I can't do that from prison. So I'm living my motherfucking life. So yeah, man. Hopefully I never have to deal with the feds again. But I always feel like these motherfuckers going to be Always watching and listening to shit. Oh yeah, they listen yeah. to it at all times. Yeah, keep listening though. Shit. But you know, they did recognize that it was a big platform and it was good material, so you know. But you know what's crazy? Like, I'm look the the chick, she wasn't bad looking. She was alright. She was alright. She was alright. But 
when you were FBI, you think white man in like fucking black and white suits and shit. I'd be like, bro, you motherfuckers will fool anybody. Cargo pants. Man. And when I told him, I was like, let me see your badge and shit. Y'all might be using little imposters and shit. And I was like, all right, then. I forgot their names and shit. And then the little chick, she was like, uh, she was like, yeah, I have your phone number. She's like 6005, something like that. I was like, oh, that's the podcast number. She was like, well, if I need to hit you up, can I use that number? I was like, yeah. Yeah, man. They're trying to make sure you ain't no terrorist. Right. I'm like, bro, I'm not. And But she said, she said, I told my partner, no, I don't think. She was like, hearing you talk on your show and seeing your Instagram, I didn't get those vibes. And then, like, she was saying, like, she take that shit serious because, like, she had some people, some of her family, I guess, died in a mass shooting. Like, a motherfucker, like, was shooting up a restaurant or something like that. Yeah. I was like, well, look, bro, I ain't on that type of time. I said, I'm just trying to get my motherfucking frustration out and shit and we'll go on with my day. Yeah. I was like, man, so if I do that shit, I'm going to have to do that shit in privacy. Motherfuckers knocking me out and shit. And then I told him, I said, okay, what if I had pictures of, like, Hitler or something like that? Would y'all be here right now? And they were they really couldn't answer that shit. So I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get like I'm gonna I'm gonna get pictures of like fucked up motherfuckers that's like dead, like Hitler and some old Klansmen and shit. I'm gonna be like, now if you motherfuckers are defending this, y'all racist as shit. For real. But I was reminded of the show Atlanta when Darius went to the gun range and he had a target of like a dog, and they was tripping on him and they kicked him out. Yeah, they was like, they said, you can't do that. And he was like, yo, y'all shooting targets of people. And you said, I can't shoot a dog. But yeah, man. So not only do y'all wonderful people listen to this podcast, the FBI listens too. So, hey, man, it is what it is. But y'all, please leave me alone. Y'all said y'all was going to leave me alone. Case closed. Leave me alone. Shit. Not trying to fucking kill nobody. If you motherfuckers start snitching on the white people that be shooting up everything and shit, leave my black ass alone. Yeah. I'm just trying to live my life. Man, oh man, yesterday was Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, cuz. I know what I'm saying. Thank you, thank you. How many kids you got? A bunch. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch. I feel that. I ain't got none, man. Oh, that's a blessing. Yeah, just a fucking dog. And I like to see... Fathers, man, and the kids' life and shit, man, and and just be there, man. So take your time, man. Make sure you pick the right woman, man. That's all I. Best advice I could give you, man. Man, that's what I'm on, bro. I'm I'm just waiting and shit. Just I ain't in no rush. No, don't be. I ain't in no kind of rush. How old are you? Thirty six. Oh yeah, you got some good. You that's a perfect age too. Yeah. Defining. Yeah, I still got shit I gotta do. So, nah, fuck all that. And then yesterday I was also Juneteenth, you know what I'm saying? A lot of those white folks, you know what I'm saying, was making fun. They don't it's wild that they don't like that that's a holiday and shit. And I'd be like, damn, you're really showing your colors when your peoples was finally able to let go of my peoples and shit. You mad and don't want to celebrate this shit? And I was and like, they, and they got a hundred different holidays and man, mad because we get one. Right. But they would they love to recognize Christopher Columbus Day. I said, y'all, y'all want to fucking praise a murderer, a thief, and a rapist. Man. Man, but yeah. They know that. And now a lot of jobs are starting to give holiday pay for that shit. Some aren't, but you know, hopefully in a couple years and shit. And I'd be like, well, look, if you got a problem with Juneteenth, don't take don't get the holiday paid in. 
donate your shit amongst your black coworkers if you got an issue with that shit. Nice. Yeah, I'll man. I'll definitely take it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Man, man, man. Oh, man, something else too while we on the buried thing. People are so invested in other people's love life. Bronny James went to the prom with a little white chick and people was just going fucking crazy. Bro, he's a fucking kid. Look at the school that he goes to. How many black motherfuckers did you really think goes to his school? Not a lot. More, I'm gonna say probably more black dudes who playing basketball and shit. It's very slim pickings. In his neighborhood, how many black people do you think is in his fucking neighborhood? Who gives a fuck in general what color the bitch is? As long as she treats him cool, he treats her cool, they happy, who gives a fuck? And they could have just been homies. To one of my prom, I was supposed to go with this one little chick and she started tripping. So I was like, nah, we ain't going. I took one of my homegirls. She white. We ain't never fuck. We ain't never did shit. We just friends. Who just gives a shit? how you look at it, too, because I, shit, I look at it as he was breaking racial barriers and boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. He you was, know? He was coming in doing something different. Man, y'all just mad he didn't want to take your little ugly ass daughter to prom. But it be like that. And for blacks, we could just get into the historical fact of it. Just the, the fact of a black man having a white woman is is taboo. Man, you know it's the it's the ultimate disrespect if you look at it in the eyes of you know well, black women. No, not black women. Oh, black the white white men. White men. Uh, that 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 hurts them. That because the new thing is black. So, yeah. I mean, even the white women is just it, it's starting to gravitate towards black men. Man. So, I mean, you know, that, that's, that's got to be very frustrating. Hell, yeah. Somebody else I want to bury, we was talking about how at the range, it's like you can't shoot animals. Because I always be saying white people care more about animals than people. About three weeks ago, I was on the street over walking turbo around 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit, that's a big-ass dog over I was like, oh, that's a coyote. So, I mean, I whipped my knife out. I was like, this motherfucker come over here. I'm going to stab shit out of his ass. But I don't even think he saw us because he went across the street and went up toward the main street. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I've been, like, paranoid. So now I only walk him on my street. So are you familiar with the app called Next Door? It's an app where motherfuckers who live in your area, it's like a social media for motherfuckers who live in your area, you got to get verified the address. So people will, will be like selling shit or fucking like, hey, I'm new to the neighborhood or whatever. If like if shit goes on, people post. So people be posting when coyotes and bobcats be in their yard and shit. So I was like, yo, I'm walking my dog around 3 a.m. on this street. These are the cross streets. Huge coyote. He's in the area. Be on the lookout. This one bitch comments. Not the best time to be walking your dog. I was like, me, that's what you have to say? I wrote back. I said, okay, I will be sure to tell my boss that I'm going to be late to work because Amy Cotton said it's not the right time to walk my dog. Amy Cotton, bitch, who gives a fuck what time I walk my dog? Motherfuckers have a thing called a job. I work early. Now, what if Turbo... Happened to wake up and he needed to go to the restroom. You think I'm going to let him shit in the crib? No, I'm going to take him outside. Instead of being like, oh, damn, thank you, fellow neighbor, for letting us know there's a coyote in the area, you chose to look at the small part. 
And I already know you a little dumbass white bitch. And I put that little comment and people was doing the little fucking laughing shit. And yeah, then, there, technically, there is no designated time that you can walk your dog. Walk, man. Walking dog hours are at any given time. Man, exactly. I'm just like, oh, my God. So then, you know, around the same time, I go outside. Some, like, random little white dude outside. He said, did you forget to walk him or do you always walk him at this time? I just looked, I just mean mugged him and kept That's going. That's what he said to you? Man. I just kept going. I said, I ain't even try to cuss your ass out at 3 o'clock in the morning, man. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, I have to leave that app alone. Well, no, no. That was the app. But then I was just walking in. A random dude said that oh, shit. He just said, oh, okay. Yeah, he was standing outside in front of the building. I was like, who the fuck is this? Who gives a shit what time I walk the dog? Just be grateful I'm walking him. If you got an issue with the time that I walk my dog, bring your white ass over here and walk him for me, bitch. Until then, shut the fuck up. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. I'm just like, man, bro, I'm just trying to fucking walk the dog so he can get out and do his little shit, and that's it. Shit, wow, man. Now, tell us, man, about some of your artists. Um, I'm still working with the same two. Um, I've been working with Victoria. Um, she, she we had her on here a while ago. Yeah, she's going to be back in the swing of things. She's taking a little hiatus. Fairview Treasy doing this thing. He's definite. Where's he from? He's from Alaska. Okay, okay. Yeah. I liked her video, the Indica. Yeah, that video was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Hell and yeah. I what she did too. Rolling Stone was pretty dope too. That was the next video she did. Or Mike, Mike. I don't know if I saw that one. I had to look it yeah, up. Rolling, yeah, that was pretty dope. Hell yeah. So we expected some stuff from her, especially now. I think next summer is going to be real big for her. Hell yeah. Definitely. Man, you older than me. Something that I don't recall seeing, maybe you know, have you ever seen a white athlete with a shoe deal? A white athlete with a shoe deal. Uh, they gave it to all the black motherfuckers. I've never seen a white player with a shoe deal. <laughs> That's actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all white athletes, y'all should be bitching about that. Not marketable. Yeah, I don't, they might have some Lucas coming out one day. White people don't care as much about shoes as black people do, though. Yeah, they'll be millionaires wearing some busted down man New Balance. Hell yeah! I forgot the one. Uh, I think maybe like Warren Buffett. He drives like some old beat up ass Toyota pickup truck, and he's like a billionaire or some shit. Yeah, yeah man. That's what they say. Like the flashiest motherfuckers usually be the brokest one. And then the motherfucker who's dressed like normal. Yeah, once they had the money. I saw there was a, it was a picture. It was like, it was, fuck. It was like three white billionaires. And it was like not one Gucci belt in sight. Yep, I saw that. Yeah. That was deep. <laughs> that like, was deep. Yeah, man. Shit, wow. You excited about the BET Awards? Yeah. I mean, yeah. This How many is, you done been to? Oof, a lot. More than I could probably count. I ain't never been to none of the more shows. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's just so active. Sometimes I don't even really get to enjoy the show because I'll be moving around so much. Not I, working and talking to different people. I was dating this chick who worked on them, and she was telling me how, like, some of the artists, like, redo their performance and shit. I was like, oh, damn. I thought it was, you know, one take Jake. And she was saying, like, it was either a BT award or MTV award that 
Michael Jackson had performed, and he was like, yeah, I don't like this. I want to do it over. And they was like, okay, and performed the whole shit over. I was like, fuck. I've seen that happen before. Yeah, I never knew they did that shit. Yeah, they do. I thought about it like, man, let me be a little seat filler. My one ex was a seat filler, and she was like, yo, I sat next to Kanye and Jay, and like this was like back then, like they didn't let you keep your fucking phones and shit. And I was like, damn. No, they be tripping on phones. They'll kick you up out of there fast. Yeah. But I'm like, shit, man, maybe one day motherfucker don't invite my black ass. But until then, I ain't even watched that shit on TV in a minute. No, they went, they took a downward spiral, man. I, it's just being kept alive for the tradition. Hell like, yeah. Uh, I mean, BET don't even show videos. <sighs> man. How the fuck do y'all have a BET award show and y'all in the, uh, let me stop. Because I love BET. It's the truth. Yeah. I just thought about it like, uh, you can't. Turn to BET and watch a video. I guess BET jams and shit. Yeah, they got BET jams. And not Aladdin, but yeah, it ain't the same. Like, I miss coming home and fucking see this world, rap city in the basement, 106 in Park, hits from the streets, and man, like, those were the good fucking days. It would be like a fucking four to six hour block of just music videos. Yeah. And then they started getting them bullshit ass TVs and shit and shows and. It's on the Divine Com. Viacom came in and turned it into a corporate engine. Man. It's not about the culture. I know, man. Fucking Bob Johnson, bro. You should have kept your shit. He couldn't. Why not? I don't know, man. I think, me personally, I don't know too much about his business, but I think he might have been in the hole. I think they was trying to take that from him. Mm. I think he just had to be like, all right, just let me get this. Give me the two billion. Or, you know what I'm saying? You never know. He... He might have been in the hole with that thing. <sighs> Shit crazy. He let it go. And then, I don't know what he did after that. He ain't heard from him since, really. Man, those are the good old days. Well, yeah, because he sold that. And then he sold the Bobcast to Michael Jordan. Yep. So he probably sitting back, guapped up like, you know, I'm chilling. Yeah, that's why I admire Diddy so much, because they, they let him get a real TV, uh, TV station. Yeah. That's oh. impossible. He's getting like a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, yeah, I, I seen that. that. He deserves it, man. That boy been working hard, grinding. Man, I saw him hiking a few months ago and shit. Did he? Yeah, he was out there hiking. It man, it was wild. Me and my homeboy Jeff, we had started a podcast. And he played baseball, so I'm like, yeah, bro, you know, you got to use your baseball connections. We got to, you know, get in touch. You know what I'm saying? With some big people, you know, get this going to the next level. Yeah. And as I'm talking, he's like, oh, there's Puff. I heard what he said, but I didn't register. And as we get closer in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck, there's Diddy. And he spoke to us first. He's like, hey, what's up, fellas? It was him and, like, some chick. You know what I'm saying? I, like, it didn't look like it was his chick, but he was, like, with a lady. I was like, damn. Was it a lot of guards and stuff around him? Just them two. Man, I was expecting, bro. It wasn't no security. He was out there just living, just free. And I'm like, man, we seen her talking about business and shit, getting to the next level, and a fucking billionaire literally just walks right past us and said, what's up? And like I, re- I regret like not speaking to him and shooting my shot. I was like, shit, if I see his ass again, I'm, I'm going to say something. You got to have your elevator pitch right. I already know what I'm going to say. I'd be like, shit, I saw you once. Me and my buddy was talking about a podcast and get to the next level and meeting people. We saw you and I didn't say nothing. And that was a sign. And I'm not letting this go. I'm GQ. My podcast has been on the iTunes charts for over a year and a half straight and over a fucking Damn near 100 countries, over 1,000 U.S. cities. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to work. 
let's go, but you can't take my publishing. And then he'll be like, well, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but shout out to Diddy, though, man. Yeah, that's where you want to get that. He, he got a nice platform for the podcast right now. Yeah. Fuck, speaking of Diddy and shit. He got all podcasts on this TV show. That's the only thing popping. Man, I would like to get on Revolt and shit because, like, well, Breakfast Club ain't on there no more, but, like, Drink Champs is and Breakfast shit. Now, nah, Breakfast Club and Revolt, they done now. For real? Shit, yeah. Over, it might be over a year. Damn, did he ain't renew it? It probably wasn't making no money. Yeah. It must not have been generating no revenue. But speaking of Diddy and shit, I, on this, I don't know if I can blame him or his manager. I'm getting my shit off today. So, you remember the, the band? Yeah. All right, did you see recently when, like, Freddie P was talking about how he wanted to kill himself and all this shit with Diddy? Uh-uh. Yeah, about fuck. Who's Freddie P? He, he was in the band. Oh, okay. The dude from Philly? No, he, he was the one who got into a fight with the dude from Philly. It was a dude from Miami. So he was talking about how, you know, Diddy had fucked him over and all this little shit, made all these millions, and, you know, they didn't make no money and all this little shit. But back in 2020, me and him talked. And I told the, the, the fucking show, I said it on here, and that's something that gave me a valuable lesson never to say again. Never say somebody's going to be on the show until, like, right when y'all get there. But then that kind of sucks because if somebody wanted to send questions, can't do it either you know wait until they there and then hopefully somebody will see it but i was like oh we got a rapper from miami coming on and he had looked at my 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 snaps one day i was like oh fucking freddie p looked at my shit so i hit him up I'm like oh let's uh you know let's do this little shit so it took him a little minute to hit me back he's like look i don't be on snap like that i'm more on ig so he was talking on ig trying to get it worked out i was gonna go to miami because i just i ain't never been i wanted to fucking just go there and we was gonna link and do it and then he was like, look, it'll be better if we just do it like over the phone. I was like, all right, cool. And then his page got taken away. And it was gone for like a year and a half. And then it popped back up. So I hit him. I'm like, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? We had uh, talked about doing the show and shit, you know, but your IG was, you know, got was down. You know, you still want to fuck with it. So he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hit my manager. He, so he sent me his manager's IG. Hit his manager up. Yo. Me and Fred had rapped about a year ago. Talked about doing this little shit. He said, I'll holler at you. So he gives me his number. Trying to get it worked out. And then I kind of thought it was weird that Freddie P had a manager because he hasn't been rapping in a long time. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of odd. But I was like, hey, whatever, man. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever you want to do with your business. So the manager and shit was like, um, yeah, yeah, we can do it. I'll see Fred in a couple of days. We can get it worked out. So I was like, all right, cool. So we was planning it. And then his IG got taken away again. Hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck. So the manager was like, shit, we're trying to get his IG back and shit. But he was like, hey, can you come on this day? You know, Fred will be in the studio. You know, we can go, we can we can put up for the studio. So that kind of threw me off, like, put up for the studio? The fuck? No. So I was like, yeah, that day ain't going to work for me. So a couple weeks ago, I was like, yo, how about on this day? It was like toward like the like the last weekend in like May. He was like, oh, yeah. He said, let me get with Fred and do it. So I was like, all right, I'm doing my little shit. Then I was like, yo, bro, we still good for it. Oh, so we had, he had FaceTime me one day. And he was like, hey, uh, saying some little shit. I was like, cool. So then he had called me. He was like, yeah, let's do it on this day. Let's do it in the studio. 
you know, you can film it. It'll be dope. I said, bro, I don't even really got to film it. I haven't even started filming my shit yet. I just need audio. So we can do this like in the hotel or in the hotel conference room. So he's like, oh, no, Freddie would probably want to do it more in the studio. So they was trying to get me to contribute to pay for his studio time. Damn. And I'm like, no, bro. Like, I'm not fucking finna do this. Like, we can do this in a place where I don't need to pay. Yeah. So, like, that had turned me off and shit. So I was reaching back out to him to be like, look, bro, we can just do this over the phone because I'm not finna come out there and pay for some studio time and I'm not recording a record. When this, when this can be done somewhere else. So I reached out to him like, yo, we good for this date. And I never heard nothing back. And I was like, I'm not hitting this motherfucker up no more. And I and like, so if y'all wondering why there was like a lapse in episodes, these are some of the reasons why. Because these motherfuckers are saying, oh yeah, we're going to do it. And then, so I, I don't know who, if I can blame Fred or the manager, probably mainly the manager because that's who I was dealing with. A lot of y'all managers be fucking y'all over. Because honestly, nobody is fucking checking for the band. I still got them on my, on my Spotify playlist. I liked them and shit. But I, honestly, nobody gives a shit about the band. They don't. You know what I'm saying? Fred made his headlines about talking about with Diddy and shit. And like, I felt bad for him. Like I saw like the hurt and the pain in this motherfucker's like, face. Like He even started crying and shit. You know, just talking about all the shit that they had went through and getting taken advantage of. And I was like, man, this is a hurt brother. Like, I genuinely felt bad for this motherfucker. And I was like, well, shit, he's back active. And we had talked about working, man. Let me holler at him. I'm like, look, you know, fucking, I have a platform or whatever, man. Say your piece. Say your truth and shit. So I can't blame him. I got to blame the manager and shit. Yeah. But like that, like when I say bullshit and shit, like that be the shit, bro, that I be dealing with. And that shit be happening all the fucking time. And I be like, fuck. I wish I had like representation where they can just, they got, they'll have more connections than I will and can like do the booking and all this type of shit. And, but yeah, man, it be like the least credible motherfuckers who be super difficult to deal with. And I got, I got motherfuckers who I've had on her who are on TV every day. They got fucking stand-up comedy specials who was like, oh, yeah, we can do it. Like, just give me, like, two months, and we can do it. And then be like, all right, cool. Let's go. I told you two months. I'm like, man, just keep your word. Like, if you don't want to do it, bro, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Just say no. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather you say no versus me trying to follow up with your ass and yeah. go through some bullshit. You motherfucking get over that no. Man. Like, okay. But I use that shit as motivation. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be bigger than these motherfuckers, more successful than them. And then one day they're going to be like, hey, hey, what's up? And I'm going to be like, hey, you know you fronted on me. Yep. And I got a long list of motherfuckers and shit that one day I'm going to be like, hey, it was doop, 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 did this. But hey, like, and like I've always said, I never was like dogging them and, and talking shit about them. I was just saying the truth. I was just like, shit, man, this is what happened. Stating the obvious. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's another thing. Like, have is there ever, you ever seen like a famous person and you was like disappointed by them? Like, a, like an interaction, how they treated you or you saw them treat other people? That's deep. Yeah. I have to dig in the archive for that. It's funny, 
because I was talking to my little buddy. He was over here the other day. We was watching Buster Rhymes. Well, Buster, do what he did. He, he's not approachable. You know what's okay? Go ahead. I got a little bust, a lightweight Buster story. Go Buster ahead. Buster Rhymes is not approachable, bro. I didn't seen that nigga multiple times, uh-huh. and it was always like the first time I seen the nigga, we almost got into it. Why? What year was this? You remember? This is a long time. Nigga, this there probably thirty years ago. Oh shit. No, I just we just tried to talk to him and he just looked at us and was like, like, and we was trying to record him. This is back when motherfuckers had high uh, high eight tapes and shit. That's how long ago this was. Yeah. They tried to take my camera and all kind. Of, I don't know, but nah, he seemed like a pretty cool dude though. I ain't gonna lie. Don't let me just sit here and, and bash Buster Rhymes, but I just haven't had. He just he's just not somebody that you could just hey what's up man how you doing? Cause he you know whatever cards he's dealt he's just like what like nigga. I miss, I miss the Busta from '96 to two. No, like put your hands on my eye, I can see, cause that that's when I really knew him, cause I, you know I was younger, so I didn't know leaders of new school okay. until I, like, I got a little older. But you know, put your hands on my eyes, I can see. I miss that Busta to about 2004. Okay. I miss the Busta that was skinny. With the dreads that was yeah. smiling all the time, that had the crazy fun videos. You see this motherfucker oh, doing the Mount Dew commercials, just wilding out. That's the Buster I miss. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? The Buster when he when he cut his hair, you know, so I lifting weights. It just seemed like he wasn't as happy as he was before. Maybe that's what it just seems like to me. Like I miss that Buster that would show up to the war shows with these crazy fucking outfits on and the hats and shit. Yeah. Like that's the motherfucker He's that older, I miss, man. But like you said. A lot of them snakes and vultures and everything he's been through has probably hardened him. And he's probably all been robbed and yeah. the industry's cold, bro. Yeah. And like I like you said, I I go back with Buster. I'm from the leaders of the new school Buster, so I'm I'm a diehard fan. And I watched him grow. But he deserved everything that he got though. Hell yeah. Shout out to Buster Bus. Yeah, my, my homeboy was like he's like, Man, I've been to Eddie Murphy's house a few times. He was like, I was leaving and he's like, there's a big ass gate that swings. He's like, I timed it perfectly. He's like, as I'm trying to get out the gate, he's like, Eddie's pulling in. And Eddie motions to me to back up. He was like, instead of Eddie just going in reverse, cause he's just coming into the fucking driveway. He's like, bruh, I had to go in reverse all the way up this windy ass fucking driveway because Eddie wouldn't let me out. Uh, he, he, and he was like, ever since then, I've been like, fuck Eddie Murphy. Man. I was like, damn he did you like that and he was like all he was doing was just motion to me like move 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 back and i was like damn he made your ass go in reverse like, that's fucked up but i like to go to eddie murphy's house i heard his party was dope back in the day he got a big ass house out here oh man hell yeah huge ass house and then i like to go to one of jamie fox's uh house parties i heard about him Woo. like that man hell yeah so i'm like shit i need to get in the mix with these motherfuckers and start going over and shit and mingling and seeing how, seeing all the crazy ass shit that be going on. One thing, bro, that I'm mad that I didn't get famous sooner because I always wanted to go to the Playboy Mansion, to the Playboy parties. And I said, yo, I don't give a shit how fucked up the grotto is. I got to get in there for a minute and see what's up. I got to get in there. I got it. It's legendary, but... Like, I got friends, and I've had motherfuckers who've been on here who talked about it. Like, one dude, he was just like, yeah, I saw a lot of freaky shit, but he didn't want to give up the details. I don't, I don't think he did, I don't think he wanted to, like, just, like, talk nasty like that, like, on air and shit. But, 
Yeah, man. I want. Okay, I went to this one party at Michael Jackson, the house that Michael Jackson lived in when he died, like last year, and it was, was a dope. Oh man! So my homeboy, his buddy, bought the house. For real? Hell yeah! My homeboy Cyrus, his homeboy bought it. So last year, matter of fact, it was like it just passed. It, the shit had popped up. They had did a little party and shit because uh, they had like a little real world that had came out. So they did a little party for that shit for like the finale. So a bunch of motherfuckers who have been on like the real world and all the shit over the years, they was there. So we was only allowed to be like in the backyard. I'll show you some pictures and shit. Backyard, huge and shit, big ass oh, pool. Y'all didn't get to see his room or nothing like that? We didn't get to go in. Like they had like security and shit. Like we only got to be outside because the last time they threw a party up there, some dude intentionally fucking knocked over like a hundred thousand dollar vase like was rocking this motherfucker like tipped it on purpose and it was like uh-uh and cyrus was like bro i had to take a million dollar insurance policy out just for the backyard but hey it was fly man they had these porta potties that was like super fucking fancy they looked like trailers you get in it smelled good it was huge motherfucker was like fucking music and shit playing it was like luxury porta potties and shit yeah, man, that shit was fly. I got a video and shit, man. I'm in Michael Jackson's backyard smoking a blunt. I said, you motherfuckers ain't never smoked no blunt in Michael's backyard. No, that's right. But my, but my homeboy's buddy bought that shit years ago because, like, back in, like, 2012, Cyrus had posted a picture. He's like, I'm drinking a Corona in MJ's room. So I thought we was going to be able to go in because yeah. I was fucking with this chick at the time, and she came. I said, hey, listen, you, I got to do something, and you, I need you to do this with me. She said, what? I said, we got to duck off and fuck in the bathroom because I got to say I fucked in Mike's house. And she was with it. But we weren't able to go in inside. But, man, it was, man, that party was fat. There was baddies everywhere. I had a good-ass motherfucking time. So what is it, like a tourist now where you can just pay to go in there and hang out? What is, no, no, no. Is? Like his homeboy lives. That's a, his regular-ass house. For real? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like his dog, he had like this big ass like mastiff type dog. He's up on the balcony and shit looking and barking like, nah, that's his house that he live in. And it was funny because I got there early. So, like, the gates was open. So, like, when they do them Hollywood tours, they stop right there. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm all dressed up and shit. I got my chain on everything. And the tours, they don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, yo, this is Michael Jackson's house. And they see him, motherfucker. So, people are taking pictures. I'm posing this shit for the motherfuckers in the van. I don't know if you wanted the Jacksons or not. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, man. But hopefully I can make it inside the house and see. But. Yeah, man, the backyard was dope. You know what I'm saying? They had like a little pool house back there too. Big ass backyard right in uh in uh Bel Air and shit. Not too far. Shit, that shit probably like 15 minutes from here. That nigga had a big ass fairground. Oh no, no, that that's Neverland. So that's not where you was at? No, no, Neverland is like like two and a half hours away. This is the house that he lived in when he died. Yeah. No, man. I've always wanted to go to Neverland and shit. But nah, that shit that shit closed down. They've been trying to sell that shit. But now nah, this is the one he stayed at in Beverly Hills, like when he was when the cardiac arrest and shit. Uh, yeah, that house. Okay, I see what you're yeah. So yeah, that but that motherfucker, it was hard though. It was nice. So I can only imagine what it looked like on the inside. But I'm just walking through. Did he the, leave everything the way it was when Mike lived there or did he I, I, I ain't for sure. Oh. But I know Mike oh, was yeah, you said you didn't go in, that's right. Mike was written the house. So when he had bought it, so I don't know if they left the shit there or took it. I ain't for sure. But I'm just walking through that motherfucker. I'm like, man, Michael Jackson like lived here. He was walking around. 
on his pavement, his steps. I'm like, he may have got in this pool, his kids, blanket. Yeah. Them motherfuckers lived here and shit. And I'm a huge-ass Michael Jackson fan and shit. And Me too. Yeah, man. I was just like, fuck, that shit dope. But I'll show you some pictures and videos of that shit. I remember I seen you post it. I was like, damn, I'm naked down there. MJ House, I seen that. Yeah. Yeah, man, I just, shit, just be trying to do the little shit. Before we get out here, man, tell the people where they can find you at. Man, you can hit me up on Instagram, Joker the Bell Bondsman. I'm also on Twitter under the same handle. Um, Yeah, they're the two best places to reach me. Snapchat. I got to find you on Twitter. I noticed you've been fucking with TikTok lately. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out the little TikTok, man. TikTok, it seems like they not stingy. They'll let you get your little views and they not. They not. They don't mind people getting a little buzz going. Shit, I be getting shadow banned like a motherfucker, man. Yeah, them other sites is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, pay. Yeah. If you want anything from us, pay. Hell yeah. As always, I want to send y'all fresh vibes, good health, yes, good wealth, everything positive that you want in life. I want you to have it. Yes. You deserve it, but you need to work for it. This world is crazy, man. Contrary to motherfuckers' beliefs, I ain't no motherfucking mass shooter. But it's sad when motherfuckers can't even go out in public and enjoy their life without motherfuckers popping off and innocent folk getting hit. I want y'all to be safe out here. The world's yeah, fucked up. It is. I want y'all to get y'all money legally. I don't want no, nobody to get in trouble. I know it's hard out here. Gas is high as a motherfucker. Rent, groceries, everything is just going up. Man, I just want y'all just to fuck, bro. Just try to stay positive. Keep going. I appreciate y'all. Keep listening. Tell your friends. All the good shit in life, I want y'all to have that shit. And I hope that y'all want that for me. Yes, sir. Now, all you motherfuckers that be lying, talking shit, spreading rumors, allegations, and just always hating... I just want to say, fuck y'all, eat a dick, die slow. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. It's the Fresh Podcast. Oh, episode 101. Bury them in the graves, part two. And also, I hope none of y'all ever have the fucking police or the FBI knock at your door. But one thing I'll say was, I wasn't scared because I knew I didn't do nothing. Like, hey, it's whatever. Finally got that out the way. Y'all stay fresh. Until the next time. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.